It's me, your co-host, Kevin Clark, across the table from me. Travis Boat. There he is. That was him saying it in his voice. Uh, Caddy Corner to me. Hey, hey! Wow. Babu Frick from <laughs> the only good part of Rise of Skywalker. Oh, is that what that was? I thought that you were, had a new personality No, he goes, hey, hey! <laughs> the one, the, my favorite line he has is when, because he wipes C-3PO's memory, and he's like, droid, remember, go black. Black, black. <laughs> I see what the allure is. I gotta go watch this movie. It's well, the allure is that he's tiny, he's hilarious, and he's he he's seems like a cute. fun he seems like a fun guy. He seems like a guy you'd want to <laughs> hang out with. He seems, hey, hey. He seems yep. like a fun guy, and he's and he's old too, and he's got like weird. He's got like welder gear on yep. and shit, and he's about he's maybe a foot tall. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> a lot of welding in space. We know that. Uh, Caddy corner. Should I say doggy corner? Matt got a dog yeah, today. I did get a dog. He today. hasn't met her yet though. Yeah, the dog's on its way to my apartment from Wenatchee. Molly's Ooh. Molly's driving her. Back here from the shelter, mm, Wenatchee shelter, huh? Yeah. Uh oh, she went. She went far afield. <laughs> uh oh, <Okay. laughs> yeah. This do- the dog. I'm going to tell you what we're telling all of the other the people. Dog's been cooking meth. <laughs> Sorry, your dog went blind, but your gripe, your gripe is with Hearts Mountain, not with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, you get a blind dog, it's fine. Yeah, you just gotta. Apparently she's got like PTSD around. from being in the kennel too long. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. How long was in the fucking? I don't know. Kennel? They call it kennel stress. Yeah, that happens. Well, I could see. I mean, yeah, just in a tight cage. She's real adorable. She's like a seventy-five pound German Shepherd. She's two years old. A German Shepherd. Yeah. Huh. What the fuck? Yeah. Is it? Dog what is what are you? Why are you? It's like the dog pulled by that. The dog that Nazis had. Jesus. It <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Nazi dog, Matt. <laughs> I don't think all Your German dog, shepherds are Nazi yes, they dogs. Are. They're called German shepherds. Oh, I, I didn't think Kevin, it was going to go that. Fun. Now who's being naive? This he, is the kind of dog that Dennis Miller would have. Wake up, Kevin. <laughs> yes, Dennis, Dennis Miller, Miller almost. First of all, is. I know you fuck off, Dennis Miller. But if Dennis <laughs> yeah. Miller would not have a German shepherd. He's not no. that cool. Yes, if he had, I don't know he has what a kind dog. Of do- okay, he's okay, like okay. Of, what kind of dog? Like, he'd have a shit dog. He'd have like a Pekingese or something. You think yeah. he'd have a little dog? Oh yeah, I think he'd have a little shitty dog because he's a piece of shit. He carries around in his purse. <laughs> he'd have one of those white fluffy dogs like an asshole. Just my white fluffy dog, pep. My dog Max Kojo look like fucking Rin Tin Tin. He doesn't. He doesn't like his dog though. And he and and he, he kicks his dog. Dog makes no, no. Kojo look like Marmaduke. Nah, but he. <laughs> He just That's sits just and stares nonsense. silently, silently at his dog all the time. He just okay. So your vision of Dennis Miller's home life is just sitting, staring silently at his tiny, angrily, dog. angrily. He hates his dog. He hates his dog that he got, and, and he just has dog. one. And he doesn't have a wife or anything. He just lives with this. He dog. thinks the dog is a, like is too liberal. But here's my thing. And there's only two pieces of furniture in his entire house. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know why. I, it's my fantasy. I gotta tell you, it's Dennis my, Miller is rich. It's my fantasy of how of how I wish Dennis Miller's life is is that, he's mis- is that he's miserable and he just angrily stares at this dog all the time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he's and he's cr- and he's cr- and then the rest of the time he's crying in a shower. <laughs> I really spring, don't like Dennis Miller. I, I don't know eternal. if I can say this. It's enough. all because of disclosure. No, I, I mean, I didn't like him, didn't before. Like him before. I liked him. Be- I mean, I liked him in these movies better than I anything. Okay. My thing about that. My thing against <laughs> that particular vision. Other than the fact that Dennis Miller's rich and obviously has tons of furniture, is that no? Uh, he's got a big house, just only two oh, pieces just, of furniture. Just, he's yeah, too I didn't de- say he had a he's small too house. Too depressed to bring more furniture. It's in. not like your your like small out, apartment. I can't get like, out of bed to get more furniture yeah. in here, babe. Uh, <laughs> this house is emptier than the Black Knight of the Soul. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> yep, that's pretty empty. Bought this uh, house from Kierkegaard, babe. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, you could make it make sense somehow. <laughs> if I knew who that was. Uh, Dennis Miller. That was a Dennis Miller impression. But Dennis Miller is Cha-cha. a. But Dennis Miller is a considers himself a man's man. So I, my suspicion is that he's got like he's one of those people who has a, a big, big kennel yeah. in the backyard with like three. He's like got Michael ex- Bay kind of dogs. Like like big, he buy, like he, ever, he has he stuff. has dogs that are expensive. You know, like I got this from a yeah, primal right. primo breeder. Babe, cost me this dog here cost twelve thousand. Trafficked. Yes, it's a trafficked dog. I think he tells people that. It comes from a Swiss Bring him back alive, Miller. Yes. I think he tells people that, and he has like he rents dogs when people come over, <laughs> but that he has a tiny dog that he angrily stares at. He rents, <laughs> in an empty room. He rents dogs for when he has guests over. Because yeah. regular dogs Excuse hate me. him. He has dog to rental pay the service. Dog. I got a. I'm having a Are house you party. You don't think there's a dog rental service for rich people to to, to show off to their guests there's that they absolutely. have cool dogs, this and like, then they send the dogs back when the party's abs- over. There's absolutely such a thing. There has to be. This is like Pete, Kevin's version of PizzaGate. You don't think that there's a dog rental <laughs> service like, for rich people? It's like you're, you're, rich it's, people are awful. They have they it's can. Like, it's Kevin's version of a Democrat pedophile. I don't ring. think it's quite the same thing, but <laughs> he's gonna show up to some to some fucking dog shelter with a machine gun and ask for where the basement is. Where's the basement? Jeez. <laughs> I know what Hillary's doing in this kennel. I know what Hillary Clinton is doing in this kennel. <laughs> Someone's got to put a stop to it, <laughs> and that someone is me. Well, we're sorry if we cause any violence in a dog kennel. Yeah, at some to repeat, point. there is no clandestine dog rental. Conspiracy. I didn't say it was clandestine or a conspiracy. I said that there's probably a service. It's happening in plain sight in Los Angeles that rents dogs. <laughs> I'm sure there is. You can like rent. A That's friend. what I'm you talking can, like, rent about. Friends and like... family members in Japan. Oh wow! I got to move to Japan. That sounds great. You can, yeah, yeah. Conan O'Brien did it on a whole. Yeah. He did a whole bit where he rented a family. <laughs> Yet another reason to move to Japan. Wow. Rent a uh, the other one's the food. I mean, they got good food there. <laughs> they, uh, they do. It gets real hot I wanna, there. I want to move to Japan because they got. Well, I love the food, and I want to rent a family. Yeah, <laughs> those are two and solid it. reasons to move. To I Japan. don't speak the language. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of families, oh yes, right good job. Did it. We rented three families this week and watched the movies about them. <laughs> Boo! We did, we did indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah well, what do we got this week? What are we, ca- what are we calling this? It's, uh, I really like Domestic Blitz. Domestic Blitz. It's our Domestic Blitz. We got... Uh, I want to talk about Unlawful Entry and Lakeview Terrace back-to-back. Uh, so we can do Domestic enough. Disturbance first or last. We'll I the, think you're right. Let's I think we should knock it out first. One of these it, things it was very is, boring. One of these things is not like the other ones. Yes. And the other two are very similar to yeah. each other. <clears throat> Incredibly so, similar. Cops. We, we, we couldn't find a third so, movie about cops. Uh, a cop harassing Oh, We just didn't look very hard. Well, I think that we thought... I think that... I think we thought domestic disturbance was gonna be more like these ones. Yeah, but even these without are, the cop, they, they might not have the exact same plot structure, but they're really similar. Pretty similar. They all end with like homes being invaded by yeah. people who aren't strangers, who people who are what are the movies? Well, I don't think we list domestic them. disturbance from two thousand and one, yeah. unlawful entry from nineteen ninety two, and Lakeview Terrace from two thousand eight. Yeah. And uh, and I uh, this is going to be really fascinating because uh, this might be one of the one of the sharpest divisions that we've had on this show before because yeah. I really didn't like Lakeview Terrace cool. and you guys did. I, yeah. I generally enjoyed I, it. I, I thought it was uneven, it. but I liked a lot yeah, about yeah. it. I, I liked, thought Unlawful Entry was great. 
I really yeah. like unlawful that. entry is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, I think it, well, well, we'll get we'll to get it. There. Like domestic disturbance is we can, boring. Can we all shit. agree that domestic disturbance is the turd of the bunch? Yeah, though? it's absolutely the turd of the bunch because uh, it's nothing. Boring. I didn't, nothing. I didn't hate it, but I, it's also not interesting or good. Like I, I find myself hating the ones that are like this more because yeah. like because like give, come on, do something. Do something. There's, like well, there's like two things in this movie. I mean, it does fun some fun stuff. Let's just jump into let's domestic jump into disturbance. Domestic Disturbance. Because domestic disturbance does something that I love when movies do, which is John Travolta playing a regular Joe. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. There is no bond as strong as family. Dad, do you ever wish that things could be, you know, like they were? The truth is your mother and I have tried hard to make it work out. She's got a right to move on with her life. The ones we're born with. Your mom's getting married. I know you don't like it, but I think you ought to give this guy a break. The ones we choose for ourselves. I do. I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss the bride. Long time no see. All right, we got a lot of catching up to do. And the ones we cannot escape. There's more where that came from. There better be. Killed a guy. Who did? Rick. I saw him do it. There was no visible evidence at all in your trunk. I know what I saw, okay? I'm not making this up. Dennis, stop this, please. He knows the truth. Danny, somebody turns up missing, I'll be the first one to call the FBI. It's not good enough. Yeah, he's he uh, phen- really uh, phen- the phenomenon. Right. He plays like a regular guy. <laughs> and you're like, John Travolta is not a regular guy. <laughs> nope. It's him and it's like there's certain type of movie stars. Nicolas Cage, uh, uh, strangely, can actually can pull it, it off. Yeah, Weird. but like, there's like we- movie stars like like John Travolta, Tom yeah. Cruise comes to mind. Like yeah. those guys. I was, they, we were talking uh, about this the other day. Tom Cruise in War of the Worlds. Yeah. I love that movie, but he is not credible he's like, as like I'm an your everyday dude. He's got an engine on his it's, kitchen table. Yeah. Me, me, blue collar dad, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I work on the docks <laughs> with my with my perfect smile. Yeah. You know, like a dock worker, and Tra- just gleaming white teeth, yeah. beaming smile. Travolta seems. I mean, Travolta seems more like he could. Could, but he he can't, he can't pull he can't quite pull it off either. No. It I was telling I was telling you about uh, my my uh, pull for this was always Kevin Spacey in the movie The Negotiator. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A, before he starts <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Sam Jackson, who turns up later, yeah, but yeah. there's a scene at the beginning where before he's got to do negotiating is with his family, <laughs> and it makes your skin crawl. <laughs> I guess uh, let's open some Christmas presents, huh, honey? Well, you got to go to work. Well, it's I'll, actually a lot I'll like those weird Christmas math. videos he releases now that he's yes. <laughs> it's so one, it's so. Fun. Fucking weird. It's, no, I haven't. Well, I can't bring myself. Oh, to the watch new one. That. The new one's weird because it's like a lot. It's shorter. weird, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what does he say? He's like, uh, like kill him with kindness is his Get whole motto in this thing. God, yeah, it's pretty weird. He's got a camera crew on those things because I know it's like, not just zooms, like him doing it on the his camera phone. zooms in and out and stuff. <laughs> Someone's doing that. Someone's for running him. the camera. For I, it's him. Like, it's uh, yeah, somehow, I can't, I it's can't make it. I gotta go shoot up. Kevin Spacey's latest, <laughs> latest, <laughs> latest flaming tirade. Yeah. It's it's so much more fucked up than like if he was just Instagram stories, you know, like holding the camera up above his head and going yeah. like, hey, "It's me, Kevin. Merry Christmas," you know. <laughs> He prepared. There was like a, day, a time and a yeah, date. Yeah, I mean, he's and like stuff. sitting in front of the fireplace. I'll pencil you in to come shoot my oh, insane oh, diatribe. Also, my insane diatribe is going to be in character for my character at <laughs> House of Cards for some reason. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing my shitty gotta, southern accent. I got to tell you, fuck that guy, but also, like, man. <laughs> 
Kevin Spacey's doing it. I'm rooting for him. He but is, like, fuck he's that going guy. Full, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But he at least he's fully insane. Absolutely, fuck him. But I mean, I hope he keeps making those goddamn videos. I mean, I hope that's the only thing he does. Yeah, <laughs> right. is that like every once a year you're like, well, Kevin Spacey's going to put out a new video and then disappear. Hopefully. And then what, what about one year? Like one year he doesn't do one on Christmas, and you're like, what happened? I fi- oh man. <laughs> I find these sociopathic. Uh, he's just like, he, famous... he walked off down the street. He was limping, and then he got into a car with uh, Pete Postlewaite and disappeared. <laughs> oh, no one no. ever saw him again. His hand works. Pete Postlewaite, who's been dead for several years. Maybe he should change he him up. Actually, and, like, light a lighter. He could do him in, di- in different Kevin Spacey characters. Like he should do one from like he's like John Doe from Seven. Oh please! Oh, is he going to do one like American Beauty where he gets his brains blown out? Right. You should do an American Beauty one. <laughs> Spoiler alert for American Beauty. Does he play? Does, does Spacey play like a regular, guy, a quote unquote regular guy in the ref? Do they, do they, does that couple no, count no, as like no. a regular they're like, guy? They're like a poison, like a poisonous couple. couple. Well, I remember that they're a shitty couple, but I just remember, are they supposed to be like, you know. I think he's like a no. big shot, like okay. sales guy. I mean, like, I don't mean regular guy, like, because like his. Well, whatever. We're way what off. about an, way uh, off on What about an outbreak when he plays the like the third fiddle to Hoffman and Renee Russo? I always forget that he's in that. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, we get to do that, right? That fit, we does can that do fit? outbreak? Mm. Why? Why? Why not? Well, does it think it's more? Action? We can do it. It's an action movie. It's about a but disease. But it's suspenseful really. about a disease. <laughs> What, it's what, like, oh no, the disease we is going to get us. Look, we can discuss this another time. We should start. We should get we should back, get back, we should to, get back to the topic at hand. We're going to have a hard time staying on tra- domestic disturbance because this right. movie is, is boring to, and nothing. Which is that Travolta is hilarious playing a regular, regular guy. guy. In this one, he is a boat maker. He, he makes, makes boats. He wooden makes boats. wooden boats like his dad used to or some bullshit like yeah. that. I think before we even get into anything else, the most interesting thing about this movie, and it needs to be pointed out right from the get-go, is John Travolta's fucking wig. It's weird. His hair is so <laughs> weird, and it's clearly a wig, mm-hmm. and it's like... And he's been bald forever. He's been bald forever, but it's like a poor one. There's varying degrees of quality in wigs. It's clearly like a wig that's slapped on. It's like ink black, yeah. and it looks and it's like slicked back. It's almost like a gangster bouffant, <laughs> but he's supposed to be playing a boat builder in like the in like West Virginia or... It's kind of like yeah. the North Carolina, like South Carolina or something. Carolina or something. It's, it's Maryland. And every second that he's... It? Yeah. Okay. It's Maryland. Yeah. Every second that he's on screen with this hair, you're just like, who, who is this yeah, guy? Yeah, he's got like the toupee what are you from talking the, about? The, the radio guy in Slapshot has that really terrible toupee. It's yeah. like that. <laughs> I gotta go build some boats. I'm a regular guy. You're like, no, you're not. Not with that hair. No. Go back to <laughs> being in a gangster movie or something. Yeah. Anyways, uh, well, this movie he was builds also boats. directed he builds by boats. Harold Becker, blue collar boat builder. Harold Becker's second appearance on our podcast. Yeah, he That's directed right. Malice, Malice, which which we all like, a much yeah. better movie. But yeah. Well, I would say that Malice had a better script, and I feel yeah. like Harold Becker isn't like necessarily the type yeah. of director who's gonna, you know, he's not Scorsese making right. Cape Fear or something. Right. <laughs> he's, he's a guy who's gonna go like, you gave me this script, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot it as it. written. Thank you very much. It. So you got Sorkin writing some weird shit, then he's gonna. Yeah. That's the movie you're gonna get. You got whoever wrote this writing. This boring crap. You're gonna get the. You're gonna get f- three good scenes with Steve Buscemi and nothing right. else. <laughs> so Travolta builds boats. He builds wooden boats. And bu- business isn't great because nobody wants wooden boats anymore. Well, they all want fiberglass boats. Also, though, he's like he's like Fantastic set up as detail. one of those guys who's like uh, very humble too. Like he won't. He won't. He's like I don't want to work for the. You know, because he like gives, yeah. cuts someone a deal and his secretary's like, "Geez, you should have charged him more money." He's like, "It's not about the money. Right. You know, it's about, this were the about the boat. If this were a Stephen King book, he." <laughs> would be the, the good guy who gets a haunted boat 
<laughs> yeah, I wish it was that. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great if that was the twist? Because it's the totally end? the like the front twenty uh, minutes geez, of this movie is, my boat was is all like the first two chapters of like needful things. You know, it's just yeah. like this dipshit is like yeah. okay, not great life. Well, this movie, so he's so he's like a boat builder. He's divorced. He's from, divorced, he's divorced from his wife and Terry uh, Polo, he, and he has a he has a son who looks like a young Matt Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this, but uh, Kevin Kevin is convinced that this there's kid a picture. Like there's me. a picture of you where he that I've seen from when you're a teenager and you. Like, oh, that one! You look angry, and your hair is My like your hair is exactly like the hair. This kid is younger, but I'm like this kid. Fucking this kid could be you. Did oh, you lie? Did you lie all the time when you were that kid's age? Man? Absolutely, I did. Were you, were you in the police station a lot? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Right. So you didn't get caught. I did want to. True. I did want to get. I did want to get this out too, because like a, a lot of the plot hinges on this kid and him lying all the time, and yeah. everyone like. I like this. And yeah. He's the boy who cried wolf, but right. I would like to say because I think this is pretty brilliant. Uh, Corey, my friend, uh, called this movie the boy who cried dick wolf. <laughs> 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 Which I think is that like is really good, pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, well, okay, so so so, so then he, he's divorced. Yeah. He has this ex-wife and this son, who he has like a good relationship with his son, and mm-hmm. he seems to be on good terms with his ex-wife. Actually, yeah, it's like actually like seems pretty amicable. Seems pretty except amicable, for except for she's got a new boyfriend, and it's Vince Vaughn. And nobody likes this guy. The kid Literally doesn't no like, one him. Likes him. Vince, uh, like him. John Travolta doesn't like him, but John Travolta he kind of doesn't like him because he's sort of the new guy and he's rich. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's but got the kid, a complex about it. The kid fucking it. hates the him. The kid doesn't like him. The and kid and mostly just hates him because he's like the new guy. Also, and it's one hundred percent unexplained at any point why she likes him. She well, <laughs> besides he's, rich. he's Vince Vaughn. Right. And he's, he's rich. He's, he's rich. rich, and she kind of like stands up against that a couple times. But you're not really convinced. She's like, oh, it's not. I'm well, not just some desperate woman who needs yeah. it. But you're also no, not really. It's, co- I would her say, character is terrible. Yeah, by Terry Polo does not get a lot to work with in yeah. this movie. It's a terrible character that is essentially a bad guy because of her kind of like. Uh, obliviousness um but but uh, i mean but vince, vince vaughn's like rich and and people don't but john travolta kind of doesn't like him at the onset because just because of who he he's is like, he's like horning in with my son he's horning and, stuff in, like and that. then and then at one point the wife goes uh it's very, i don't know i don't i'm not a divorcee or anything but she, she goes like maybe uh maybe you take our son out on the boat and bring my new husband with you which is a terrible and, fucking and john idea just kind of like jeez i know and you're like ah, yeah God, what are you talking about that's it's a big ask yeah it is too, a big ass. But he does much of a. He totally he, does it. He totally and they, does and they it. Kind of actually get along. Yeah, he, like, he, he actually is, is trying. This is how boring because this is movie. This is setting up a thriller, and this is how boring this movie is. I think it's before the actual because there's like then there's a wedding. Yeah, because it's like her fiance, but she's like he's making nice with him, but. And they kind of like each other, and you're like, is this the whole movie going to be just like two guys who kind of like each other now? Right. Because <laughs> nothing's happened so that far. That might have been slightly more interesting than what actually ends up happening. Yeah. 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 The movie's actually pretty short, too. I think it was like it's an like hour, 95. hour 27, hour 25, so... No, it was shorter. It was less was than 90 minutes. God. Uh, in a, in a bad way, kind of actually, it was one of the few movies that I didn't that I was like, God, I want this movie to be over, and then it ended. And I'm like, Well, add one more scene. Right. <laughs> but I mean, the plot is basically we've covered most of it. Then it turns out Vince Vaughn is actually a bad guy. Yep, he's like a criminal. Well, yeah. we find this out because because the, well, they're the at the only good part of the wedding. Yes, and then this this shady dude shows yeah. up at the wedding and says he knows Vince Vaughn, and it's Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. I would like to add uh, to yes. Ebert's. I would like to add this. This could be our rule, like, similar to Ebert's. Uh, right, any movie. 
Harry with Dean Steve Stanton Buscemi rule, can't be all I would bad. Say, yeah, because because he just shows up and I'm like, yeah. oh thank God, right? Like he didn't he doesn't <laughs> say anything. He's just sitting there looking like Steve Buscemi, and I'm like, oh thank fucking God, at least Steve Buscemi's in this movie. I'd yeah. forgotten that he was in it, and so and it was already a slog. But then it, he you first see him like across the way, and you go, is that Steve? Oh, it's Steve Buscemi, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> and he's and he's like he's, he's on he's on Steve Buscemi autopilot, but he but he's still the he's best right. part of the movie. He's totally doing good. he's essentially doing like a uh, sort of like is. Is this PG thirteen? Yeah, uh, yep. He's doing like a PG thirteen version of his character from Fargo, essentially. Yeah. Like, there's even a scene where he's in a hotel room with a prostitute. Yeah, it's just, but it's like, but he's essentially like the 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 PG thirteen version prostitutes of prostitutes and basketball. And, and that's it, it. <laughs> it doesn't she give him like a key piece of like info he needs about Vince Vaughn? Yeah, prostitute. He, he's there to he's there to get money from Vince Vaughn no, because she, they used to be in cahoots. She, uh, John Travolta. Uh, that's right, interro- that's right. Interrogates her later in the movie. Yeah, that's when he when he goes off in his own investigation. Because because the whole this whole this one of this this is stupid uh, idiot plot where like the, it's the movie where like uh, bad things happen and nobody, nobody believes cares. anybody. <laughs> now like, okay, it's so like for but just so, but like literally just so the plot can go forward. Like nobody like detectives don't like uh, you know uh, investigate everybody. Shit everybody saying. in this movie. Is either evil or a fucking idiot, except for John Travolta and <laughs> yeah. his son. No, and John Travolta is an idiot for parts of the movie. He's an idiot too, but at least he's like right. on, he knows what the he truth likes, is. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else is dead wrong all the way through, and at the end, everybody apologizes well, yeah. to him. What's Buscemi's well, so name? He's, what's what's it? He's Joe or Steve Buscemi? Steve Buscemi. Buscemi he shows up, and then and he's and he's kind of like being real. He's being sly, but he yeah. obviously shouldn't be there. They're, he's basically enemies with Vince Vaughn. Yeah, because they used to be partners, and they, and they were in the jail together. Criminals or something. together. Well, they yeah. robbed. They, they did a job together yeah. and Vince, yeah, Vaughn, Vince Vaughn got away got away ripped with all the money off. ripped him off mm-hmm. so this guy they all went to jail Steve Buscemi's out yes and he's like come going like I want my, I share. Want my share he's like I want my share I'm not gonna tell the other guys I want their share too yeah, yeah. and you're like man I hope this movie's about Steve Buscemi <laughs> and at one point Steve Buscemi's talking to John Travolta at the yeah. uh, wedding and uh, and it's PG thirteen, so they 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 try their best to make him as sleazy as they as they possibly can. And and at one point, I tell you, she must know some pretty good tricks to make old Rick settle down. <laughs> Talking about John Travolta's ex wife, yes. <laughs> and he's like, "Whoa, geez, I don't know." Is that where he runs ex-wife. into him at the cafe? And they're like, he, "That's at the wedding." And then okay. they run into the cafe too. And it went, and he goes like, "Ah, you know what? I'm having a hard time finding any good adult bookstores." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd really be interested in some pornographic I content. Like some pornography. Um, yeah, to, what kind uh, of uh, porno does this town have? Enjoy myself t- too. So okay, and also, <laughs> did we establish that the, that the son is like a, a, a barely a juvenile delinquent, but has like gotten in some trouble? He's like he, skipped school. He, he yeah. hi- right he, um, or something. He hops on in people's cars. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, Car sto- stowaway. He's like a stowaway. I think that's There's what they refer name. to it. There as. is a name for it, but it's not that. I can't <laughs> so he just gets rides. Yeah, he, he, so he yeah, like hop on the back of a car, right? He'll hop on the back or hop into people's cars, which yeah. is the plot point because that's how he ends that's up. how he ends up in the back of Vince he Vaughn's car. He stows away. Is, to he, is he like is he like running away or something? No, nah, he's just he's like just a dick. He's mad because his mom's getting. His mom's married. He's like it's like the, it's like these screenwriters were like we got to make like, the kid mad like, be bad mom. but not too bad and we don't know what that is. I don't know. He like jumps on cars. He's sure. mad at his mom because of the the remarriage yeah. Yeah. and so his and course a, of a baby. action. 
Oh, that's right, and she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh, well, that comes, the way, late, the, that comes way, later, though, right? right that, that does come later, but that is the main thing, the thing that really sets the kid yeah. off, because he's not happy about the marriage, and then but he hears about the baby. But if he's not happy about the marriage, why is his plan to go hide in his enemy's car? That's after the baby. Because he, he needs to ride the he needs to ride the car into town so he can oh, visit his so he dad. Can, he's, going, he's riding the car into town so that he can get out. Oh, he's going to visit John Because he's like, oh, because Vince Vaughn's like, I'm going to go stop at uh, this place. And he's like, that's near where my dad is. Yes. When he stops there, I'll get out of the car and go to see my dad. He does little does he know yeah. the and, whole rest. And of by it. the way, just to give you an idea where this kid's coming from, and maybe why people don't uh, don't listen to him, uh, but <laughs> he's, he's this kind of kid. Uh, at one point, Vince Vaughn. This is before you fully know how evil Vince Vaughn is. And Vince Vaughn goes, and he's mad because of the baby. Yeah, the wife is pregnant with with Vince Vaughn's yeah. baby. And he goes, Danny. This is Vince Vaughn. Danny, can't you just try being happy for everyone? And the kid goes, No. <laughs> <laughs> he will not even try being happy for everyone. There is a part earlier where they're playing catch in the backyard. Oh, and he's like Vince real Vaughn. mean about it. Yes, and, and Vaughn this is, is the first the first sign. Yeah, is they're throwing the ball back and forth. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have a catch. Because like this kid, son. this kid is actually trying to come around on him. Because yeah. John Travolta's like, hey, why don't you uh, be nice to him? <laughs> Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez, why don't you be nice to the guy Just for a nice. second? Just be nice, give him a break. Oh, he works real hard. You know, your, your mom, well, you need your mom to be happy. Oh, no. Oh, no, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that boat builder looks a lot like John Travolta. But yeah. they're, but they're looks throwing... like... <laughs> They're throwing the they're throwing the ball back and forth, and uh, and then and they're starting to get mad at each other, and they're throwing the ball everywhere. And at one point, uh, he throws the ball kind of like high and wide, and Vince Vaughn can't catch it. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then the kid goes, "My dad would have caught that. He's great at all sports." <laughs> you're like, "Nope, it sucks." You're like I've seen John Travolta in this movie. He's not great at all sports. I've seen that wig. Which sports do you think he is great at, though? John Travolta? Yeah, in, in this in this movie. Oh, in this movie, yeah. Oh. What's Definitely sports? shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. Lawn darts. Baccarat. Badminton. Badminton. <laughs> Baccarat? What's Baccarat? It might I think he's, he's good at... Baccarat? You Baccarat? Baccarat? That's a card game. Yeah. It's not a sport. Uh, you, oh, now who's being nice? <laughs> that's a good point. That's the second time I've said that. <laughs> James Bond over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blood sport. Uh, but the kid, the kid hates Vince Vaughn. He gets super mad. His, he gets super mad when his mom tells him he's pregnant, and she has to have this whole talk like, "This isn't going to change how we feel about you." And he's like, "The hell it won't." Oh, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> you're like, uh, "No, we, we definitely yeah. don't like you, and now it's worse." And yeah, I mean, and nobody should like this kid. By yeah. the way, he's kind of he's kind of a little shit. But uh, well, I mean, he's he's a little shit, and then he's also later on, I had sympathy for him because you're like, "Why does nobody believe him?" Yeah. Oh, you gotta have sympathy for Nobody him because it gets it. real bad for him. It gets real bad. So he goes. So he goes. He stows away with uh, Vince Vaughn when he goes to visit. He has Steve. a clandestine meeting with Steve Buscemi. He's gonna get Steve Buscemi in with the auspices of getting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you your get share. Your, of the I'm money. getting your share of the money. It's we just not gotta here, go to but we gotta, I gotta go get you. So he goes to the hotel to get him. He goes to Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Checks a G, checks out at the hotel. There's a whole scene where he checks out at the hotel just so that like later on the hotel owner will be like, I remember him. Right. And he's like, he's a sleaze bag, but he's very he's very nice to this. Yeah, like, thanks for letting me fuck all these hookers in your hotel. <laughs> I did nope. nothing but fuck hookers the entire way through. No it's problem. really funny because the hotel go ahead, come back in the hotel. Yeah, the hotel like, guy loves anytime. him. The hotel he does, guy he loves, him. loves this loves this dude. You're a real you're a model tenant or whatever you call it. <laughs> and then later on, he's talking to John Travolta, and he's like, he liked to bring a bunch of ladies back. If you know what I, I mean, I liked him because he banged hookers and watched basketball twenty four seven. He didn't even sleep. I could hear him knocking the wall with prostitutes. The parade of toots walking in. I do. It's it's it's, 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 
It's <laughs> we're changing the name of the episode to Parade, Parade of Toots. Of toots. <laughs> it's like the Macy's Day Parade. It's just a bunch of toots. I just think it's refreshing God to have bless a America. to have a hotel owner in a movie who isn't who is not upset that this guy's bringing prostitutes, right. but is in fact fi- f- fine he's and a, possibly he's excited a vigorous, about it. healthy man. And he's also not like, an, like some old dude who's just like, well, I'm okay. He's like just a regular character actor dude. He's just like... He's just a guy. He's yeah. not It's not even like a Norman Bates thing where you're like, he was probably peeping on him with those right. prostitutes. It's like, nope. He just thought... He just... He liked he liked this guy who brought prostitutes back to his room. I like the idea of Steve Look, Buscemi. business has been slow. <laughs> you know? I like the idea of Steve Buscemi just bringing, like, walking past him while he's at his desk with, a like, his arm around a prostitute and being like, how's it going, Harry? Gonna be in the room with the prostitute. And he, like, smiles and shakes his head. I'm Batman. Hey, 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 Harry, I got another prostitute. This time it's a different girl tonight. <laughs> there goes Steve with his, there goes Steve with his prostitutes. We're gonna go watch the Knicks game. Uh, I'm, with, I'm gonna go watch, watch it with his prostitute. Oh, I remember, Steve. I remember him. I told him where he could find the adult bookstore. <laughs> That's where I pick up my prostitutes. <laughs> there's a deleted, there's a deleted scene where he's like, "Okay, uh, hey, hey, uh, I don't know your name, the hotel, uh, hotel guy. Uh, what's, uh, what the, where, where do I find an adult bookstore? We don't well, have thanks any." Thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, well, you go down Route Two. Uh, nobody's never asked me that before. What a chill, and, what a uh, chill, liberal little small town, little coastal small town. Yeah, shut, like, shut the fuck up for a minute. Where do I find prostitutes? <laughs> oh, oh, you just like to get right to business, don't you? Well, I can't blame you. We all like a prostitute. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to go get. I want to go get laid, and then I'm gonna have fucking pancakes. I'm I'm fucking pancakes. I'm trying to bang that bro. This is so much of a better movie than the movie they made. (laughs) We could have just shut this down and been this movie. Endless endless torrent of prostitute sex with Steve Buscemi. (laughs) A parade of toots. Parade of toots. Jesus Christ! What is wrong with us? Can we get Disney Plus on the line? Parade of Toots with Steve Buscemi. It's a family service, you know. Steve Buscemi. That's what you know. I was, you know, I was a firefighter, right? Uh, I'm a hero. Anyway, here's my prostitute for today. Joe, is, speaking of which, do you want to know Doris? Another way in which another bit of service in which Steve Buscemi uh, served for his country. Sure. Uh, Steve Buscemi, a uh, hero. Maybe this isn't a traditional first, definition. 9-11 first responder. 9-11 first responder, obviously. Um, but also, Steve Buscemi was stabbed in the fucking face and neck yeah. in making this movie. This movie yeah. no. is the one where Steve Buscemi got stabbed. Oh. Because they were in the Carolinas. They shot it in North Carolina or something like that. They went to a bar. It was Steve Buscemi, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn and the writer. Yep, got into this a movie. fight. Got into a fight. Pro- post, like Nobody knows for sure. But most likely because Vince Vaughn started shit. That could I think be he was like trying to the, like the the rumor is he was like trying to this, like hit, by the way this is on, better than this movie yeah it's oh, true absolutely it is <laughs> this Holy is shit. almost as good as the Ben Valley story I didn't know that. I heard I've heard this we'll go, what what but what he, but he was he, he was uh, I'm I, I'm I'm paraphrasing I'm not reading from an article but the article itself kind of doesn't know for sure it's all kind of rumor sure although it is for sure a fact that Steve Buscemi was stabbed repeatedly and almost died making the movie Domestic Disturbance. Jesus Christ. And uh, and so they went into this bar and it was just sort of like a shit kicker bar in the in the act because they shot it in this North neighborhood. Carolina somewhere. And apparently like the the ladies were into these these famous actors particularly Vince Vaughn who yeah. was younger, young, tall and hot at the time. 
and uh, and he was being Vince Vaughn and yeah. being swaggery. And then uh, I think some uh, some of the local men who were drunk didn't like him like hitting on their women or something and started shit. And Vince Vaughn didn't stop the shit. I think everybody else was like trying to stop him from fighting. And then at a certain point, he was like, "You want to go? You don't want to? Hey, baby, you want to go out uh, outside with me? We can settle this, settle this outside. I'll drag you across concrete or whatever." <laughs> and then they went out. Money. And they, were, they were gonna fight. And then uh, and then eventually like. Their cooler heads prevailed, and they're like, all right, you know what, let's just go drink it off. And then someone in the crowd, I can't remember the exact quote, but someone in the crowd says something like, I hate Vince Vaughn, or whatever, <laughs> the, I can't remember what the some quote more shit. But they flipped some, some more shit, and then it did like they started fighting again, and in this melee, Steve Buscemi, who had nothing to do with any of this, gets stabbed like six times and goes to the hospital. Jesus he Christ. He had nothing to do with any of it. He was just like trying to break it up, or, wow. or at least just standing on the sidelines. Wow. And gets stabbed in the fucking throat. Fuck. God damn! Almost died. Well, uh, well, back to stabbing. Making domestic uh, disturbance. Back to stabbing. Uh, anyway, the next scene is the Stephen Shemmy gets stabbed, gets stabbed, he gets stabbed in the back. Stabbed with an ice pick in this in movie the, too. Ice pick. Uh, he's he's getting taken to a place by Vince Vaughn to get money that he yes. owes him, and then the kid is in the back seat. Steve Buscemi, some for some reason, turns around. He sees the kid. Oh, he's like Vince Vaughn's like get something from the back seat for me or whatever. Oh, so it, he it, he like turns around. He's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna get that. And then he like turns around. He sees the he kid sees on the, the floor. And he's like, hey man, you gotta see what's back. Ah! He gets stabbed like halfway through, <laughs> saying, you gotta pick. see what's back the here. The kid is Kills making with an eye ice contact. And the kid is making eye contact with the man as the life leaves his body. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi fucked up. Is like he's he's like delighted. <laughs> like when he's saying that last line, he says he's like he's like delighted. He thinks it's hilarious that this kid's here. having back. He's like, oh, but you gotta see what's back. And then Gah! he gets stabbed. <laughs> he gets I wonder stabbed. if this is the kid you were talking shit about just minutes ago. <laughs> because during this drive, and the kid can hear him. Vince Vaughn says something about, it. I don't even like the other kid. Yeah. I'm just putting up with him because because of yeah. his mom. And he's and he's like got a whole thing where he's like, well, he's got a whole uh, weird whatever plan where he's like assumed it, assumed an alternate di- identity. Yeah, and become yes. a local successful businessman. And then that's how Steve Buscemi found out about him because he, he's like I'm hiding out from these other criminals anyway yeah, what's the plan here? I became successful and now here's my picture in the this paper guy's got Steve a plan Buscemi. like like in double jeopardy where the husband's plan is look I'm gonna yeah. disappear by taking my wife's friend and our son and changing my name and that's it and yes. then I'm gonna move into a giant penthouse apartment it's in a, a major a, metropolitan and, area and there are enemies that I have out there that yeah. are not spending life in prison yeah. <laughs> yeah they're gonna get out at some point and I guess it'll be fine what is it we gotta we gotta think of a name for this because this come this has come up multiple what's times. the plan because yeah. Deceived has yeah. the same thing. I don't think that in this case Vince Vaughn has so much of a plan. He just wants to regu- lead a regular life. Right. There's some stuff that I actually do believe about his character. I do think he's in love with that mom. He really does just... Yeah, uh, he's, I'm not saying he's a good guy. He certainly isn't, but he really does just want to live on the uh, straight and narrow. <laughs> an idea totally unexplored by this it's, movie. Yes. It's, I mean, it's like... <laughs> th- yeah, that story is maybe there, but not... Because he's also bad. He, yeah. No, he absolutely like, I mean, is. Like, he's like... It makes bef- it seem like he... Before you find out that he's like an actual criminal and like that he's... Because this kind of... It's like more like a situation where he wouldn't have killed this guy and caused this whole situation if he had just been left alone. Yeah. But also, like he's like being a real dick to this kid when they're oh, throwing yeah. baseballs. He's, and a, stuff. he's a total monster, but he does just want to marry. He does. I think he yeah, is in love with the, the mom. Wants to have the baby. Wants to live in a nice house. Yeah, as far and as that's I can it. tell, he has no plan to like murder. No, her no, no. It's just like, like he thinks like, he's, he's going to go straight. But I just feel like he's doing a poor job of concealing his identity. Absolutely. And, you know. Yeah, because also, also don't be a bad guy. If none of this had happened, if the kid hadn't witnessed the murder, he would have just killed Steve Buscemi, and then that's that. Maybe had to kill the other guys when they came for him, and then just go back to being a. 
rich. So it's this kid's fault. The kid's fault. And by the way, the the kid immediately goes to the cops. (laughs) And it's like, uh, before we get to that, let's just point out that uh, that, uh, Vince Vaughn crams Steve Buscemi's body into a giant uh, brick firer. It looks (laughs) like a giant crematorium. Yeah. It's a hell of a way to go. No one's ever going to find that guy. uh, Yeah. Man. And so the and the kid like to his credit they don't get too, like complicated with it like he there's a little bit of a suspense scene when he's kind of trapped in the garage with yeah. Vince Vaughn and then the door opens and he just goes bolts and goes straight to the cops yeah goes straight to the cops who don't believe a fucking word of it <laughs> and then this is where where it's they don't they don't even they don't believe him at all and it's supposed to be that earlier we saw him. You know, right. he has a history. John Fulton goes, I know you have a history with my son, um, so maybe you don't believe him, but... Because he's like, lied before. Because he's lied boy. Boy who cried Dick Wolf. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, like, no one believes him. Not just the cops, but, like, no one believes John this Travolta, dick, except John, for John Travolta. John Travolta wants to believe him. You know he doesn't wholeheartedly believe him, but he's like, that's my that's my kid. Yeah, like, I want to believe him. Let's, see, let's, let's check kid. it out. Yeah. But uh, so the so the cops. But the mom doesn't believe him, of no, course. This no, this doesn't believe him. This is what like, and really starts bring... pissing me off, though, is because is is they're like, <sighs> even if the kid is lying or what whatever you think about it, <clears throat> the kid goes, Vince Vaughn, my stepdad <coughs> murdered, murdered somebody guy. in front of me. I saw it, and then and then the mom is like, come home with us. Yeah. And John Travolta's like, maybe he should stay with me. This just because you know, while this blows over, she's like, no, no, I want him to be in the same house with the man he just accused of murder. By the way, there's a scene where he's in an interrogation room, and I think I forget if John Travolta is there, but I, he's the mom is there, yeah, and the cop is there, and then they bring in Vince Vaughn. Yes, they like let him into the interrogation room with the kid, and the kid is like, yes, that's the guy I saw murder a dude, and they're like, come on now, Danny, it's absolutely <laughs> absurd. You're full of shit now. Go home with that man that you just accused of murder. Instead of your father, who is also here in this the room. Is, it's such a good, like, it's like one of those things where uh, it's supposed to play like the cops are going like, look, it's just a fam- private family matter. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. This would never, I don't think this would happen in a million years. No. And and even if it is, I don't know how the cops would behave. You never can't tell with them. Uh, they do shitty things all the time. But at the very least, the mom, the character of the mom, bears, I think, a lot of the responsibility yeah, she here. Yeah. Just let him stay with the dad. For the one dad night. wants to have him. Let him stay for a week. Let it yeah. fucking blow over if it's not true or whatever. What are you doing? Yeah, let's it's torment, crazy. Let's torment the kid further. It's tormenting it, everyone. Yeah. It's bad for the husband. Like, are we it's punishing for- him? What are we doing? Yeah, it's just insane. No, no, you you must stay in this house with this person. Yeah. You go think live with your dad and be grounded for a week or something. Jesus Christ! Well, you know, but you know they wouldn't have a movie if people behaved. You know, it's that <laughs> it's that kind of movie. Or if people behaved realistically or didn't make the stupidest possible decisions, then you wouldn't have wouldn't a movie. Have anything, yeah. We would, we would have what nothing. What happens after this? I don't even remember at this so, point. So, so as you might imagine, uh, Vince Vaughn isn't crazy about. Uh, right. <laughs> Oh, this is one thing that the cop says to another cop. He's not not in the room with the kid, but he says, "I'm not wasting his, I'm not wasting any more time and money on this sick kid's bullshit story." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. So, anyways, the kid goes home, and and this is there's a couple instances in this movie where. Um, where Vince Vaughn is basically Bugs Bunny, or or any kind of cartoon character that can appear and disappear, because the kid like the kid like, and they don't even explain this. He's like it's kind of a, a horror-y type sequence. The kid's in his bedroom with in the house with the murderer right. that he's been forced to stay in. He's got his door locked, and then he he sees like someone trying to like op- like turn the knob and open the door, and he's like oh shit. And then he waits a little while, gets up, opens the door. He's still bodily inside the door. He doesn't like leave the door open, and he like looks down the hallway, doesn't see anything. 
He's he is blocking the door, right? Right. The, the, <clears throat> and he so he looks down, looks one way, looks the other. There's nothing there. He's like, okay. And he closes the door, and Vince Vaughn's in the room behind him. <laughs> what? How did he get? How there? did he get in there? He was hiding there the whole time. And so and so Vince Vaughn like goes up and like slams him up against the wall, and and he says, "You're asleep right now. This is a dream." You dreamed you saw a murder and it felt like it was real. You don't want every moment of your life to be a big screaming nightmare, do you? Jeez. You better wake up. <clears throat> wow. This guy, first of all, this guy like is loaded, right? Yeah. Like he has all this money that he stole, plus like it sounds like maybe invested some. He gets wisely. an award from the Chamber of Commerce so at one point. Yes. He's like, he sure he's, does. He's like rich. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and his plan with That's this kid is like to torment not, is him. not to like turn and go. Wait a second. I can maybe I maybe I can buy him off. Right. Maybe I know, can make this worth your while. Hey, uh, kid, you know how you saw me murder that guy? Yeah. What if you said you you didn't uh, you didn't see me murder this guy? Well, I did. What about this fifty thousand hey, dollars? Hey, right. kid, did you know ten thousand dollars is an amount of money? I bet you didn't. <laughs> Just pay I him bet off. You never even considered that amount of money existed. Just Here it a, is. I feel like look. A, I want to marry your mom. Here's a bunch of money. Don't tell your mom about this. Do, was, do you think he ever considered like up to this point? Like I'm gonna have to ice the kid right now because that's what I would have done. Just I would have gotten rid the of the kid. Yeah. I think. It, I think. Oh yeah, he should have killed the kid. I think that he really just wants to go along right. to I get think along the, in this the relationship. Only reason, the only reason not to kill the kid is because it would probably ruin his relationship with yeah, the wife. Yeah, mom's going to be a bummer if her kid's dead or missing or whatever. Uh, and she, he she's going to gonna be a real She's going to be a bummer. She has another one on the way, guys. I know, but you know. And she's you know, kind of attached to the She's one. kind of attached to the one that she already had right. or whatever. Just going to have to make it work. One that no one and then there's times in I it where... I don't understand kids. Then there's yeah. points in it where Vince Vaughn's kind of like trying to go like, hey, you know, you know, the kid really just doesn't seem to be taken to me. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe he spends a little bit more time with his dad. And, uh, very, very reasonable. Yeah. And the mom's like, no. No. He must stay in this house with... With you unha- he hates. Unhappily with the person he accused of murder. So, I'm the mom <laughs> and I know what's right. Yeah, and then the the kid. So the kid like then goes like, uh, okay, uh, I didn't. He like t- yeah, he, he takes it back because he's afraid that uh, he's like, nope, Vince threatens his dad. Vince so threatens, he's like, you know, I could kill your dad. Yeah, he's yeah. so he he backs off because he he thinks he's gonna hurt John Travolta. Yeah, I think he's actually lies like, in court. Lies in court. And he then, can, he gets John Travolta to believe him. By the way, uh, John Travolta takes his side, and then yeah. and then he flips on him in court because he you know thinks he's doing the right thing. To, yeah, to protect, thinks he's protecting John his dad. Travolta. And John Travolta gets real mad. It was oh geez, and he goes and gets he starts. He, apparently, he was a drunk before. Yeah, yeah. and this is why <laughs> maybe there's they're having a harder they t- they tell you about this later, but this is maybe why there's a harder time with the custody and stuff like that because he has this alcoholism in his past. There's a, yeah, there's a lot implied, but also a lot of stuff that like also I'm I'm glad we don't have to see scenes. Oh yes. about that. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> this, this movie is a real whiff. So. When's the part where where he he punches the dude? That's, a fa- that's my favorite part. It's not Vince Vaughn. It's some guy who works at the kid's school. Yeah. No, but the kid, but the guy is it guy who works because it was because the guy. I here's my take on that scene is that John Travolta is being manic, and this is this is at this point in the movie where uh, now nobody's believing John Travolta. Right. Yes. Now he's taken over it's the everyone cause. against Travolta and the kid. Now he's taken over the cause, and he like pulls up to the school in a manic state and he's like takes the kid from his wife he's like I'm taking I'm taking him with me and she's like no you're not what are you doing no you're not and he's like I'm taking him and there's all that kinds of people and then some guy some guy like shows up and goes hey what's going on here and John Travolta goes none of your business I mean that should be the end of that none of your business and this guy's this guy's response is what if I make it my business <laughs> and and I think look and then may, I'm maybe an unpopular opinion. Uh-oh. I think this guy had it coming because yeah. because <laughs> his response could have been literally anything else besides 
oh, what if I make it my right. business? Because <laughs> who is a, this guy? He's in this one that's scene. That's not how you de-escalate, uh, my right. friend. That's a, that's this a, is none of your business. Oh, go, go ahead. Yeah, that's a, well, that's, shit, a, that's, a re- that's a response that guarantees that something bad is going to happen. <laughs> like, fuck that What guy. if I make it my business? Well, then this will all end peacefully. <laughs> well, why don't you punch me in the face right now? Fuck I that, dare you. Fuck that guy. I believe, I believe, what if uh, I make it my business? What if I make it my business is what that guy said in the parking lot in the Vince Vaughn stabbing. Yeah, that's right. That might very well be. What if I made it my business? I'm not saying it's justification for any hey, crime. What was the last time you made a good movie? None of your business. <laughs> what if I make it my business? business? Oh, 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 no. And Steve Buscemi Somebody caught, stab Buscemi. caught in the knife crossfire. Somebody stab Buscemi. <laughs> oh, we got to neutralize geez. Buscemi. Don't do that. <laughs> I got stabbed. I got in stabbed a, in the fucking in face. Fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> he survived. It's fine. Whatever doesn't kill Steve Buscemi makes him stronger. Nine eleven. and that guy from the south. We love you, Steve Buscemi. So, yeah, John Travolta hilariously punches that again because the guy just—it's funny too because the way it's shot and framed, like the guy sort of just pops into frame and yeah. is like, "Hey, where are you going?" And you're like, "Who's this guy?" And then John Travolta just punches him out. He takes the kid, and then the kid is like, "Thanks for sticking up for me, Dad." And yeah. Travolta's like, "Actually, I just kidnapped you, yeah. and I'm really in trouble now." And then he the kid, kid, kid gets arrested. Gets arrested after Travolta punches <laughs> he gets the guy arrested, like right away. Immediately, yeah. the kid goes, "Dad, that was so cool!" When he punches the guy, and John Travolta's like, "You know what I've just done? It's called kidnapping." Oh, jeez! Oh, and then, uh, yeah, now it's like everybody. The kidnapper looks like John Travolta. <laughs> this is when you get the trial part, and then at a certain point, like it, it seems like th- things are at their most dire, and like the kid has, tur- has turned against uh, Travolta in the court of law, mm-hmm. perjured himself, yeah. and uh, and and he confronts them when they're leaving, like the Rotary Club or something like that. Yeah, and he gets an award from drunk. the Chamber of Commerce. Yes, and he's drunk, and, and he like he's starting shit, and then, and then the kid goes, "Look, Dad, why don't you just go home?" And then it is, and then he stealthily like figures out a way to run up to him and go, "You gotta start making trouble for him." Fucking around for mm-hmm. him. He kind of like oh, tells him what, what the situation is. The situation now. Get out of here. You know this guy's gonna pay me fifty thousand dollars. And that's when this the mug's ch- gonna give me some of his dough if you leave me alone. <laughs> we'll have to make a big fucking score here, pal. Blind tigers, chicken sods on the side. You see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, at this point, John Travolta like starts his investigation. This is the this is a common thread in all the movies that we yeah. cover practically, where the cops can't be bothered to do shit, so somebody else has to do ha- has to learn how to be a detective on the yeah. fly and do it better than the police ever do. Yeah. The cops, at least sometimes there's it, it seems like there's like the cops' hands are tied or they just don't have a crucial piece of evidence. In this case, it's just that the cops ah, seemingly don't want to do their job. Fuck yeah. them! I don't want to. Who gives a shit? Look, we investigate a, a potential murder. Yeah, right. At what point does Look, Travolta... this guy's you say he burned up the body. Well, there's no proof because he bur- if he burned up the body, there's no proof. We so got we a par- we got a parade of toots. We got to deal with. God damn it. This place is overrun. It's overrun. Doesn't he? Doesn't Travolta at one point go to like the library and like Google's like who is my he ex-wife does. actually dating? And That's it turns right. into like it shows who Vince Vaughn is. It's got is. his like mug shots and yeah. shit like that. He, he uses the internet to find out almost instantly. And like, then the he, cops yeah. couldn't do any of this shit to yeah. find out the Vince Vaughn's criminal past and sees Steve Buscemi and like finds the link. Figures out. Yeah, doesn't it doesn't, actually the hotel. Have, doesn't it actually have a photo of Vince Vaughn next to a photo of Steve Buscemi? I think and it's so. like these guys were in the clink together. It's very easy. Or yeah. something like there's like mug shots. Yeah, it's next like to very obvious. Like a sing, a very cursory bit of research would have like at least corroborated the kid's story. The cops weren't even gonna try. No, to do we didn't research. even bother. I, fuck this. I'm we not, didn't even like, not even gonna try. We're not even gonna run a background check on Vince Vaughn. <laughs> nope, nope. It's fine. He's rich. Yeah, he's rich. He's a Rotarian. 
And, and that it's and, and it's been at this point the movie's almost over. Yeah, it's pretty much almost over. He's figured it out. The audience already knows. The wife figures out at a certain point. Oh, oh, oh! Because uh, okay, Vince Vaughn goes to get revenge. Well, like John Travolta's getting too close and he's figuring it out. Vince Vaughn goes to his boathouse, clocks him over the head. He he's actually like in the boathouse while John Travolta's like yeah. calling the cop and telling him, yeah. "Oh, geez, you gotta look up this or that." I sent you a link. Boom, bing, bang. in the Google. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Vince Vaughn knocks him over the head, sets his boathouse on fire. His boathouse, which is a, a, a basically made out of wood oily, and turpentine, o- oily rags. Yeah. The whole shack built out of oily rags goes up like a tinderbox. <laughs> <laughs> goes up like an oily rag. That's because it's, it's all wooden boats. Yes, it's it's the tradition. Oh, traditional yeah. wooden boats. Serves yeah. him right for staying with traditional wooden boats. That's exactly Were either right. of you guys disappointed that the climax of this didn't take place on a boat? Good though? point. Yeah. Good point. Like you know, like he's a off. boat like builder. The ending of face off. But just like the get ending, him out on a fucking boat. He saves fucking Chekhov's boat. Oh, he sets up Chekhov's boats. boat. He's a boat builder, and then you're like, you know what? We can let's get this out on a boat where John Travolta can like really win win the fight against him. But he's like, no, nah, he's burned. He's just a boat builder. Hey, all his boats get burnt. Uh, he w- he wakes up uh, while while his shack is burning down. Gets out of there. Vince Vaughn uh, sets himself on fire while he's trying to set this fire, yeah. and then the wife, and so the wife knows that A, John Travolta's ch- uh, boat shack burned down, B, she sees Vince Vaughn Horribly in the burned. bathroom like treating ah. his burn wound, and she's like, uh-oh, I've been wrong this whole time. <laughs> and then Vince Vaughn, ba- oh, no, there's a great scene where like she knows what the gig is. Yeah. It's the only time in this whole movie that I liked the wife, Okay, is that in Vince Vaughn, like, <laughs> she's like, gonna, she's like, hey, Danny, you're coming with me, we're gonna leave. I, right. fi- I finally am on your side, after all. This time, if I was to get, I'd be like, "Fuck you, mom!" Yeah, fuck off. I already left. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and she's like taking the kid, and then Vince Vaughn like boom pops up in front of her, and he's like, "Where do you think you're going there? Uh, you, what are you, you taking Danny or something?" She's like, "Uh," and then she nails it. Yeah, she like has to perform, like be an actor. She's like, "Oh yeah, we're just uh, going down to the store. It's fine." It's like she acts the shit. <laughs> like that. not trying to escape. It's fine. It's amazing. Like this, she is this yeah. character is a great actor. Right. The actor himself is, you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. And then she's about to get away. They get, like, they, they waste too much time. They get stuck in the garage. Vince Vaughn starts attacking them in the garage. And then you just get a, a kind of like house battle stuff yeah. that happens in all three of these movies. Yeah. yeah. Home invasion. This one. Someone stops This one's someone. the most perfunctory and boring, though. Harold Becker was not interested. in I don't in this even remember how all. Vince Vaughn. Gets I don't honestly. I don't remember. No, he gets electrocuted. He, oh, he, yeah. dies, he dies like the spider in arachnophobia. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he like a spike. He shoots him to an. He shoots, he shoots a nail him gun into, into a, a yeah, fuse box, and he gets shocked to death. Yeah. And then just to give you an idea of how disinterested Harold Becker is in this side of it, like this is the scene. Where the person gets shocked, a person gets shocked, they're coming back. Right. You know they're coming back. Their head hasn't been squished or whatever. Right, right, right. He gets shocked, he's on the ground, and people are like walking around him, doing that like tiptoe around the body. And this is when they come back. Yeah. He does not, nope, come, not come back. Come he back. is dead. But it he's does do dead. a monster's dead roll of credits, doesn't it? Yeah, but it also it's also weird because like uh does she lose the baby? Yes. Oh yeah, she does. And it's and it's just it's like a thro- it's almost like a throwaway line. Like she's getting tossed around in this scene and then like she's getting put into an ambulance and her son's like, "I'm sorry about the baby, mom." And no, she's like, "It's I think okay." The para- I think the paramedic says that. Yeah. Or, or I thought Revolta. it was her kid or her or somebody. Anyways, one a total throwaway. But it's like totally and she's and she's basically like, "It's fine." And then it gets it's into fine. an ambulance and then John Travolta and his son get into his truck and Do I'm we, like uh, and I'm like, "Okay, <clears throat> here's the scene now where we're like 
Right. You know, it, oh, it seems like everything's okay, except for that like depressing bit of news about losing the baby. Uh, but like other than that, like everything's fine. Vince Vaughn is dead. And then it's where he goes like, ah, I'm not dead. And yes. then it, but it doesn't. The nope. truck pulls and it just ends. And you're like, well, I, does I anyone, wish this movie was longer. Although I don't. Does anyone remember if the news about the uh, the the uh, miscarried child is delivered by someone whose mouth you can see moving? Oh yeah, it is. It yeah. is. It seems like yeah. it would be an ADR sort of thing. Well, because I was thinking that sounds like a studio note. Totally. Like, well, we got it. We can't end it. So he has the the evil guy's baby. I think, I think it was important to them be, because I actually rewound because I when I, I was like towards the end and I just was like, wait a minute, what? And oh, I rewound geez. it and then it's like a it's either Drontavol, it's someone p- putting her on the gurney right. and going into the ambulance and he goes. Uh, Sorry about the baby. And she, I think she says something like, it's fine. Yeah. Jesus. No, it's literally... Because the movie is like, she can't have this evil man's baby right. anymore. The baby's gonna die. That'd be such a better ending. <laughs> but it's also... fuck? It's also weird because, like, I don't know... I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor or a paramedic, but I feel like that maybe some more tests are in order. Right. Besides, like, <laughs> yeah. just the, the ambulance know. driver showing up and going like... How do you know Yeah, there? Yeah, you lost the baby. Yeah. For that's sure. A, that's a really good point. <laughs> I don't know if you really... Uh, I feel like this get, movie get is... a second mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, you fell down, and um, I'm, oh, you per- fell so down, I'm pretty, pretty sure... sure baby's sure. baby got to be the, dead. That's a major symptom of that, is falling like, down. I mean, you, fell, like, you fell down on the on your butt? Let's, the baby's ba- dead. Let's yeah. wait until you get... She's going to the hospital, so let's wait until we get to the hospital, and then, like, but, you know... It well, doesn't the movie, look, like the, the movie, could go. It doesn't look. It doesn't look good. Maybe right? the movie has taken every opportunity to <laughs> not do the interesting thing. I mean, right? Yeah. And no, the, so the interesting ending would be, yeah. She's now she's got this mad, this crazy bad guy's baby. <laughs> but yeah. you know, who cares? It's well, not, he's, sure. He's I mean, not like a, I know, but it's like the movie is chicken shit the whole way through. Yes. It doesn't do anything particularly disturbing mm. or interesting or exciting, and it's like, very at, domestic at every, though. At every decision. Point, it kind of goes like, mm, no, that's too exciting. Yeah. yeah. At the end of Face Off, they adopt the already right. existing child of a psychopath. Exactly. It's fine. The, ki- the kid is, is not. <laughs> the sins of the father, etc. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have, has anybody not seen Star Wars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fucking, hey, hey. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Uh, not yeah, that one, but oh. that's it. That's domestic disturbance. It it comes and goes. It it, it sucks. Uh, yeah, it's not trying. I was all that hard. I was happy it was over, but wished that there was one more scene at yeah. least. I was kind of like the only time I have been disappointed in the monsters dead movie ends because I was like it was so lame how he he just died. <laughs> he just dies. Yeah. yeah, he gets shocked. It's practi- It like feels like it's practically off camera. I was so and just like an arachnophobia, just like an arachnophobia, a bunch of white goo comes out of him while he's getting shocked at <laughs> the fuse box. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh man, gross! <laughs> I think I happen to know on a on good account that uh, Vince Vaughn is filled with white goo. He's, though. he's like actually a, like mostly a, spider, like a giant spider. <laughs> yeah, he's true. He's seventy two percent spider eggs. <laughs> we better be careful. Vince Vaughn might be he hiding. Might be he might be yeah. hiding around hiding. the corner anywhere. Uh, How do you get in here? We were standing in the doorway. Joe Charbonica let him in. Yeah, he's uh, stealthy for a guy who's six foot nine or whatever Joe the fuck Charbonne. he is. <laughs> he's eight feet tall. He's giant. <laughs> he's huge. goddamn giant. Yeah. He's looming over. Uh, there's a lot of scenes where he's like facing off. Well, not face, but he's like trying to be cool, but he's like squaring off against John Travolta, and he is a full three feet taller than John. Travolta. He's just like looking straight down at him. Travolta's like what three feet tall though? Yeah. Tra- John Travolta's three feet tall. Well, Vince Vaughn is twelve wig, feet tall. Vince, or Travolta's wig is another foot. <laughs> his Buffon wig. Yeah. What is? Oh my god. <laughs> I, I can't look it up if you're listening. Look, Google John Travolta in domestic disturbance. It's fucking unbelievable. Google Google John Travolta domestic disturbance and see if you get anything that's unrelated to this movie, <laughs> oh, no. but also scary. No, 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 that's not his problem. No. I mean, do that if you want, but don't. Let <laughs> I us don't think anything. If you comes do up. that, don't let us know. Yeah, we no, don't want to know about don't. that. 
He's fine. Some weird Scientology. I mean, Google shit. whatever a, you want. He's a weird lunatic, but not that kind of. I lunatic. mean, you know, he's had a he's had some. Ups he's and had downs. some. He's had some. Let's not let's uh, not pick on John Travolta uh, too much. We'll pick on. I mean, we can pick <laughs> on his. We can pick on his performance. We can pick on yes. his movie choice. He's actually, and he's actually like the thing about him is that he's like he doesn't play a credible regular guy. He's also not terrible all the time. He no, just sort of. Not. It's like John Travolta is one of those actors who like shows up and don't, does what he's supposed to do. Don't but it's, hire John Travolta to be a regular guy. Don't it's never ever. a good. Idea. Never. A good idea, Mr. Pritchett. <laughs> God damn. This is what I do. Mr. Pritchett. I play weirdos. I just watched that movie over the other day. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I watched it a month ago. It's great. <laughs> All right. It's something else. Uh, Are we done with this one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I had any more quotes. No, There's rating. not a lot of great quotes. Ratings. I'm going to give this one and a half Judds, mostly for Buscemi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give it one Douglas, also for Buscemi. Because of the adult bookstore. The adult bookstore line. <laughs> and the parade of the, the toots. toots. And I'm going to have to give it one, on, one giant parade of toots. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm giving it to... Steve Boucher's Parade of Toots. <laughs> remember that? Remember that? Uh, today's toot is... Uh, what's your name, hon? Don- Doris. Doris? Uh, whatever. And we're going to be watching the uh, Chicago Bulls <laughs> play the Boston Celtics. But this oh, that's is- a game on ESPN Classic from like 1994. <laughs> that is... He, I think we forgot to mention, but that is one of the ways that he found out like about this guy because he was like, what kind of basketball team was he into? Is he like the Chicago Bulls? Oh, he's from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Detective work. Uh, yeah, uh, you did. You did your whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so two, um, because it's a bad movie, but it, I don't know. It's short. It went down quick for me. I it was the it's this functional. Movie, this is a movie that I honestly wasn't bored watching and didn't hate, but also it's terrible and sucks. I, I don't know how to. I don't know what the term for that sort of thing is. But two star, uh, two Juds, um, one Douglas. For the adult, for the parade of toots in the adult bookstore, and I'm gonna give it, uh, I'm gonna give it one embarrassing, fucked up John Travolta wig. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm gonna go one and a half, one and a half. Judd's, um, this movie did, bo- this movie I did find boring. It wasn't so much that it was boring; it was just that often I'm watching these and I find myself like doing literally anything else and then I'm like oh I gotta pay attention to this movie and this was certainly one of those where I just like like to, at the end in the climax I like had to rewind it because I didn't oh, I, was, I was totally I stopped, out for this I one. had stopped paying attention <laughs> in the like big fight in the garage I was like looking at my phone or something what's going on uh, yeah, and I'm yeah. like Jesus Christ this movie can't hold my attention in the action scene wait what's that a bunch oh. of white goo just oh, came out yeah. of Vince Vaughn oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Uh, he's going to come back. Oh, he didn't. Oh, yeah. no, well, that's the most surprising part. Oh, they lost, uh, they lost the baby. Okay. And uh, yeah, one, one, yeah, one Douglas for Steve Buscemi's whole deal. <laughs> he, I mean, he's <laughs> it's like seriously exactly like a P. It's like, uh, what, what are we doing here? Uh, it's like uh, you know, you're like a, you're like a, yeah, yeah, I know, but like, what is it? Rated R, PG thirteen, PG thirteen. Okay, yeah, I got, I know. Got what it. You think I maybe got they it. cut this down <laughs> from like a two hour R rated movie to a ninety minute PG thirteen movie just because they were like, this is a dog, we got to sell this. It doesn't feel like it's missing anything. No, like it's, it, a, it's a movie. It doesn't that feel like there's like there's like bunch of you know. I feel like if it was that case, it would feel you'd be like, this plot doesn't make sense, but everything makes yeah. sense. It just is. It just, I just wonder. It's so perfunctory. Given Harold Becker, who I think has made some interesting movies, he's also made some very boring ones but yeah, I feel one. like I feel like there's a there, the, like there was another movie in here somewhere that was declawed and like had all the nuance taken out of it and you just kind of left with this like 
Maybe. Sh- shitty pot boiler movie. It's, you know P- I mean? it's PG-13, and it feels very PG-13. Declawed is a really good word for it. The yeah. whole thing feels like, this feels like an R-rated movie, but it's not. Right. And why? Yeah. Like, who, what kids are going to, like, go to see domestic... Dist- like, we're sneaking in to see who, domestic... Who dist- are Yeah. That's <laughs> like, just... This isn't a movie for adults. I mean, it's not good, but this is for grown-ups. Just let right. it be fucking R-rated. What are yeah. we doing? I don't, I don't understand. It's the kind of thing that now you'd watch and be like, oh, this is on Netflix. Yes. You know, like, that. it's like one of the, their original movies. Yes. Where you're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? What the fuck is yeah. this? Well, and, why, and, why, and, like, why is it PG-13? From whence? Like, why is so it, like, weird. not... Why is it not real gross or violent? Yeah. yeah. Like, to... What is, I feel like you get less people in that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 uh, Matt Lynch's. Oh, <laughs> little, little, little Matt Lynch's. Little Matt Lynch's. Little Lynch's. Little Lynch. Little Lynch. The, the, kid, the actor who plays the kid, by the way, named Matt O'Leary. Yeah. Still working. You never you never see me and O'Leary in the same room at the same time. I'm you just saying. I yeah. haven't. Weird. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. He's right behind you. Oh, ah! God. It's Vince Vaughn. Matt O'Leary, if you're listening to this, we need to have it out once and for all. <laughs> oh, there can be only one. That's right. All right. Let's get to the one we all liked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 1992's Unlawful Entry. How do I get a cop off my back? Here it is. 5,000. You walk away and don't mess with my bribe, Mikey. Mikey. Call whatever you want, Pete. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Michael. He's losing it. This guy's a decorated officer you're accusing. I don't care how many medals he has. I want this taken care of. He's making up these stories. Is he maybe overreacting a little bit? He threatened to kill me last night. (laughs) How do you suggest I react to that? These wild accusations about me? Mr. Carr, is there something personal in this? I told you he was dangerous. What's it gonna take? Me in a body bag? Anything I seem to do makes it worse. I got a cop who wants my wife. They hear him lock the door. Do it! She's all alone, Mikey. Not for long. Oh my god! This is our god. second. The se- first of all, second Leota, right? Second Leota. Second, second Leota. First Kurt Russell. Yeah. And our first, unbelievable. And our first Madeline Stowe, who I like to call the uh, good Andy McDowell. Yeah. Please, please let it not <laughs> let it not be our last Madeline Stowe too, because I, I don't love think it will be. Oh no, I think Stowe. we're gonna do Blink. We need, gotta to do blink. Blink. we need to do Blink. Yeah. If we can figure out a whole episode of Stowe's. Yeah. Stowaways. Stow, stow it in your overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> I this don't know. is also she's one of my favorites. Directed by one of my favorite under the radar filmmakers, a guy named Jonathan Kaplan. Yep. Of who he of ER. He fame. of ER. He directed many many episodes of ER. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Uh, that's that's. But he did that. Right. He, I believe he, I believe he directed the pilot though. I think that's probably yeah, yeah. not true. exactly a lightweight. Uh, but he he. The Jonathan Kaplan's like responsible for me getting into exploitation movies because he also directed like the best black exploitation movie ever called Truck Turner. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, also directed a great uh, sort of juvenile delinquent movie from the seventies called Over the, Over Edge, the Edge, which is fucking awesome. And White Line Fever with a young, uh, young Matt Dillon. Yeah, yeah. White Line Fever, great trucker. Didn't great he start in like softcore as well? Softcore, uh, like a cheerleader movie, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it was uh, like I was into ER. I loved that show when it was on, and I remember noticing that name, and I looked to see if he had made any other stuff and he had been and he directed broke down palace like right around that time mm-hmm. huh. and uh and it turned out he'd had like a, a pretty solid career in in motion pictures yeah, yeah. 
And and including he's a, this, he's a good director. Including this one, yeah, this yeah, movie's it's a, awesome. A solidly, this is like one of those where you just go, like, God, they got a guy to direct a movie. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and this you is a, this is the rare thing because so often when we're when we're doing this podcast and just in life, there's a movie that you watched a bunch when you were a kid, and then you watch it again, you're like, ugh, yeah. that's embarrassing, or like, I can't believe I watched this. I watched this movie probably five to ten times when I was a teen, mostly oh, really? because Madeline still gets naked in it. Yeah. But I also have always liked Ray Liotta, and then watching it again, I'm like, this movie's even better than good. I thought it was. It this gets super very gnarly. Good movie. Yeah, yeah I, it gets I, real fucked up. Yeah. I didn't think I'd seen this, and then like halfway through the movie, I'm like, maybe I have. The whole time, I kept thinking like, I don't know if I've seen this movie or if I just saw the trailer for it a yeah. lot. Because there were just parts where I was like, oh, this is so fucking familiar. But I feel you like remember this the was... part from the trailer. Uh, the, the, this is the classic part from the trailer. And when it happened again, I was so delighted. Uh, this is when Ray Liotta's uh, spoilers. Huh? Ray Liotta's got uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell locked up mm-hmm. at this yeah. point, and, and Kurt Russell goes, "If I if I, if you touch one head, one hair on her head or whatever, I'll kill you." And Ray Liotta goes, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or something. Or like, <laughs> yeah, he just sort of mocks him. Yeah. Uh, so, That's from the trailer. So the plot of this is that Ray Liotta is a shitty, is a bad cop. He's a bad man cop. <laughs> he's a bad man cop. He's a bad man cop. But um, the, but unlike uh, the the one that we're gonna do after this, he's just he. It's like a seems to be an episode that sort of naturally occurs to him. He he doesn't start out a psychopath. Doesn't right. seem like it had to go in this direction. It just did. And Ray Liotta plays him very convincingly. Ray Liotta. Very Great. good in this movie. And by the way, if we're gonna do Ray Liotta impressions, we gotta start our warm ups with the chantic. Commercials, Chantix commercials. <laughs> I've only ever seen those in bars with the sound. Yeah, off. me How too. How does he sound? Chantix has got me to stop smoking. That was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> God damn it, I know. It's 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 hard not to slide into Jack Nicholson doing Ray Liotta. Christian Slater smoking. as Ray Liotta as Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it's trying to stop smoking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. I don't really have a Ray Liotta. I don't think I can do it. We either. all tried to do it. Ever the last since time. Oh, I was we a did kid, the unforgettable. I always one wanted you... to be in smoke, anti-smoking commercials. When we did unforgettable, like you started out real shaky, and then you had one towards the end that was yeah. like dead on. Doing so. the doing these Chantix commercials. Well, yeah. well, we'll we'll see if we can get to it. Karen. 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 Oh, and by the way, her name is Karen. Madeline's name is Karen. Yeah. At no point does he get to really yell it, but he's like, come on, Karen. Come on, Karen. Karen. (laughs) Oh, all right. Oh, all right, Uh, Karen. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I gotta come home for this. I should fucking kill you. That sounds like Pacino. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Well, he is yelling at that, too. Uh, So what happens in this movie? Uh, yuppie couple oh. runs afoul of a psychopathic, psychopathic cop. cop. Yeah, so they, they live in this fancy house. Madeline Stowe and her is he? Uh, he's like in real estate, he's and he's like estate. he's like sell, he's like a developer, and he's yeah, yeah. like I think contracting he's, out a nightclub right now. Specifically, develops clubs. Yeah. yeah. Which is a very movie Kurt, profession. Played by Kurt Russell. Played by Kurt Russell. Yeah. Doing, doing, uh, doing his uh, sort of like, uh, he's he's not the, the tough guy he's one. Not he's not the tough he's guy. The, it's nebbish Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's unusual for him to not be fun. playing he the does tough that, guy. He does I don't think he's playing fun. like nebbishy, but not he is nebbish, playing like, a slight, uh, certainly a significantly more meek guy he's than he's like used the, to playing. He's like the nerd guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like the guy who's like, where it's like the, he's the white collar weakling. He's the masculine, he's the like masculinely weak Dustin Hoffman and Straw Dogs type of thing. Yeah, yeah, He's the undermasculine guy. Yes. Who's like, you know, who's constantly like you know being yeah being told so by you know everybody in the movie yeah you're such, stop being such a pussy <laughs> all the time at one point the guy so, so his, someone, his wife too his wife and nobody wants this guy to have a gun it's it's yeah. like he's got a mental impairment or something like you can't have a gun like what what country does this movie take place in where everyone's like cops included are going don't get, <laughs> don't a, gun. get a gun whatever you do don't get a gun yeah like what 
Well, the, was 92 different in this country? Because then, then he gets a gun and everybody's mad about Everyone, it. Yeah. You got a gun? God damn it. You're going to blow your brains out with that thing. Like Santa told him not to get I a gun. He'll blow you, shoot your eye out. I turn your, I, I'm going to turn my back for one second. You'll blow your fucking brains out with that thing. You can't be trusted with a gun. Just like It's like that episode God of 90210. Well, okay, so. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> what? You remember that one? Yeah, right? I do. Very Where, well. Where uh, David Austin Green had the cowboy friend for like half a season, and then that kid's like, hey, I want to see my dad's think, gun and shoot himself. Brian Austin Green. Brian Austin You're confusing Green. him, confusing him with David Gordon Green. David Gordon Green. Yeah, same guy, actually. Oh, my out. God. Have you ever seen those two in the same room nope. together? If I did, I would just lock the door and yeah. never let him out. <laughs> They'd no more to, shitty comedies for you, David Gordon. Both of you stop. Until until time out for both of these. It until, used to be so great until yeah. they slid under the door, slid like a DVD that had an like an award worthy <laughs> indie drama directed by David Gordon Green, Sorry, starring Don't only right. Brian Austin Green. <laughs> Brian Austin Green is now going to be playing. Now will Michael you let Myers me out so the, I could direct the, Halloween Five? He's, uh, he's oh. going to be playing Brian Austin Green's Michael Myers in the new Halloween <laughs> trilogies. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, sure you would. Be our first David Gordon Green movie. Maybe <laughs> you get Pacino to be in it because he was in like that Manglehorn movie. Yeah. He likes to be in bad movies so he can he make, can make them, better. them better. Okay, anyway. That's, uh-huh. uh, that's anyway, so they, so they get robbed. Yep. Guy comes in through the skylight. He comes in through the sky. Okay, so do you remember in this in this scene they're like, you know, she's like, wake up, I hear a noise, and he like gets a golf club, and yeah. Carl also gets like a golf club. And he's like walking around downstairs, and uh, you know. He sees the skylight. He's, oh my God, somebody really fucking in the house right now. And he's looking all around. And then uh, he he kind of clears the house. Like he doesn't see anybody anymore. And then doesn't the guy like bum rush him coming back into the into the house? Uh, I think he might have been coming out of a closet. I yeah. couldn't quite tell. It looked to me like he was coming in from the backyard, at, coming back in. Like he was already it, he was right. already clean. He comes back in, beats up Kurt Russell, and then leaves again. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't you just? You were out. What'd you do? Well, that he doesn't for? just leave though. He like Madeline Stowe he, like, comes downstairs, grabs, he Madeline grabs Stowe, he grabs her, puts, take, a, like, puts a knife to her throat. Knife to but her he throat. was clean. Why didn't he just? I don't. I think he was inside. I don't think I don't so. Think I think he, he was coming in from outside. It looked like he was coming in through these bay window, these bay doors. He leaves that One way, way or another, that's what he thought he had to do in the moment. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to second guess this guy who broke into a, people, <laughs> right. a person's house and put a knife to a woman's throat. I think it's a, I think it's <laughs> He an, seemed to know what he was doing. I think it's an important detail that the guy is black because yeah. this movie is playing on uh, Absolutely. Uh, prejudices and preconceived It does notions. that. It doesn't. This is a movie that begins with the crime uh, of a black person against, uh, against yeah. white yuppies that ends with a white cop being by far... The most evil person. Yeah. And saying some interesting stuff, I think, about the criminal. I, th- I, I There's times watching this movie where I was like, I can't believe they made this it's thing. It's relatively thoughtful. It has aged really well. Yeah. Like, it works really well in this in this uh, time that we're living in. Yes, absolutely. Well, anyway, so they call Obviously, the cops. not all cops are depicted as, like, psychopaths in it, but like no. the, 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 even trying to deal with this one psychopathic cop, the whole system seems pretty fucked. Well, the whole system is stacked up. against them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but, al- but also, like, it... It, it shows like the ways that, that guys like this get away with abusing their power all the time because the system is just like whatever who gives a shit you know? yeah right. and it also by the way is not like that makes it also isn't like it's necessarily not a, a realistic uh, it's because it also has like Ray Liotta is a bit like he's over the top I mean oh, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. It's, it's like it's not, not it's not like issues a, movie yeah 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 it's, but it, it doesn't it's, that stuff but it, is there it doesn't do the thing where, but where it is movies there. like this normally do where like well it's just a bad apple and you know, yeah, he is a bad apple, but, but it, also but the, the system, system is totally is corrupt to deal with it. Yeah, and like even the really good, his partner is like a really good guy who ends up uh, dying trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Has to be really pushed. He knows his partner is like a psycho yeah. and his trouble, yeah. and he's like, 
all right, I'll finally I'll do finally something do about something it. Finally, do something about it. And it does not end well for him. But anyway, so uh, so that this break in is very traumatizing. Two cops come to the door. Ray, it's he Ray throws Liotta. her in the pool when he leaves. Too. Yeah, he throws she's, her in the she's pool. Very, she's traumatized by it. Of course. Uh, I, I had someone break into my house and I didn't even see him and I had like I couldn't sleep for a month yeah, afterwards. Yes. I can't imagine having a fucking knife to your throat. It's, it's great uh, shit. Yeah. You got robbed one time. Uh, I got I got robbed at gunpoint when I was working at a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was uh, doesn't yeah. sit well with you. No, it's it's for, it, yeah. It sat well with me that night. I was totally calm until like two nights later. I couldn't sleep. That's yeah. right. It's weird. It was weird. Uh, but anyways, uh, so so Rayleigh and he, Ray, Ray Liotta seems like the the nicest, coolest, most helpful cop at first. Uh, and I, and I don't feel like he plays this character very well. In that it's just it, it all feels like organic to his mm-hmm. mental illness. The stuff that's happening. It's not like he shows up and he's looking around going, "Oh, I could really stop fuck some people. shit up here." You know, <laughs> yeah. like he's just doing. He's well, just he's going not, about yeah, his business. But he also is. Is he like immediately like kind of he's making a little flirty eyes at like uh, Madeline Stowe? Definitely yeah, too. Definitely too close. Um, too friendly with Madeline Stowe right off the bat, and his partner kind of like notices that because yeah. they because they come to yeah because they come to help, and then they're, and that's when they're like, "Don't get a gun." Yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's a pretty funny a pretty funny scene here where they're just sort of walking them through the crime, and then. Uh, and they have a cat named Tiny, and like Tiny d- didn't do anything about the crime because cats don't do that. But at one point, Ray Liotta's holding the cat, and he goes, "Not a very good watch cat, are you, Tiny?" <laughs> and Kurt Russell goes, "Useless." <laughs> like he's actually mad at the cat for not doing anything. About it. Like cats, that's not what they're for. Cats. Kurt Russell, you're expecting a little too much from this cat. Leave <laughs> the poor cat alone. Yeah, get a, cat's fucking useless. Maybe, maybe get a dog. Get a dog. Not a German Shepherd, though. <laughs> nope. The Nazi. Evidently not. He's apparently. Wow. <laughs> I stand by. I made a huge I, mistake. I, sorry. Yeah, I thought of bringing it up. You're like, oh, it's a fun thing. Yeah, I thought it'd be a, a dog. Nice thing. No, it's terrible. I've Travis is like mad about it. Doug's in the alt right. Got a demon in my home now. Doug voted Tool. for Trump. Voted <laughs> for Trump. Dogs can't vote. Now uh, he's yeah. being naive. <laughs> <laughs> so then you get the whole thing about, uh, and then there's a there's another line in it where um, Ray Liotta's kind of going like he's he's being friendly to both of them from the onset. It's not like he's yeah, just yeah. differential to Madeline Stowe. They both really like him at first, and Ray Liotta's going like you know you, you know this was traumatizing, but you did the right thing and you you stood stood up <laughs> for your bad, house and your bad. property. And then uh, Kurt Russell goes, "Yeah, Dirty Harry and Arnold Palmer wrapped into one. That's me." Pretty and good. then uh, Kurt Russell is talking to his friend. Arnold Palmer, who, good drink. I could go for an Arnold Palmer right yeah, now. Yeah, I could too. Actually, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a scene where he where Kurt Russell or is 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 going into the um to this this club that he's about to open. He's talking to his his partner in this club, who's like his lawyer too, I think. And then the, and the lawyer partner. And this, says, by the way, the guy that plays the lawyer in this is like the movie lawyer of all time. Oh, yeah. Like he's like Morty. You know, he's just he's just like an absolute like. He's got like the lawyer shtick. He's got the lawyer yeah. face. He's perfect. Oh yeah. He's like, if it had been me, boom, heart attack, done. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, and you're like, oh man, that would have. Let's hope this he, doesn't happen to doesn't you, buddy. He, doesn't, does, shit. doesn't he bring in Ray Liotta like consult security at his new nightclub that yeah. he's going to open well, this up? Is, but this is that's. Yeah, but that's after he he's talking to him about that, and then he goes on a ride along with him. First. Oh right, that yeah. happens. But first, that happens yeah. first because then he that's that cause, sours their cause relationship. It all like because they're kind of buddies, and they're yeah. kind of like, yeah, maybe I'll hang out. He's like, oh, I can go on a ride along. He's like, yeah, how about tomorrow? And because then, but before that, they say Ray Liotta helps them set up a security system. Yeah, yep. and he yeah, and he, so it's he a, knows it's the password because now. he knows the password is pyramid, pyramid, pyramid. Which is and a, they're having a hard time getting that they can't get anybody to do anything for him, and then Ray Liotta makes it all happen. So they're really appreciative, yeah. and he's like giving them advice about what to do. I really like that scene where he. 
calls. He's like, okay, all we got to do now is activate your security system. And he calls, and he's doing the whole thing over the phone for him. He's like, pick a pick a password. And he's like, okay, but pyramid. And then, I mean, like, they don't even have to play any scary music or anything. There's just a shot of Ray Liotta going, yeah, the password's pyramid. And you're like, uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know the setup. I know. It's just great. It's just such a cool setup. It's just, I like it. It's very it's good because it's one it of those. It's very economical and very pulpy, and I just enjoyed it's, it's it. It's well done, too, because they, because they, they trust you to know that that's a problem without yeah. having to do, like, ominous close-ups or a music change or anything. Right. Like, exactly. dun, dun, dun. Well, like we know you yeah. know that we all know the setup of the movie we right. know like where it's going and it doesn't take long to kind of get no. into that stuff but it's it's done it's done well that way that it's not you're not going like you, you, the movie's not trying to trick you into thinking it's a different kind of right movie. exactly no, it's not trying to fool you in like it's not going like it's absolutely being the thing, and I really appreciate. And it's that. not pretending you're not in on the score. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not pretending that you're too that you're too dumb to not know right. what this movie is going to be about. Right. There's no point later on where they're like, "Oh my God, he knows our password." Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that so they're like they're, there's there's this, uh, a line that's repeated over and over in this movie where uh, like they're they're inviting Ray Liotta to dinner. Uh, to, to like thank him for helping him out with the security, and he goes, mm, "I don't. I'd be crossing a line, you know. Cops on one side, everybody else on the other." <laughs> and sometimes this line between cops and everybody else is vi- literally represented in the movie. And uh, and then there's a part where Kurt Russell's talking to Ray Liotta about the guy who broke into the house, and Kurt yeah. Russell's like flipping out. And this is where Ray Liotta is kind of like, "Oh, maybe I can help this guy." He's, Kurt Russell goes, "I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind one more shot at that son of a bitch." Yeah. And yeah. Ray Liotta goes, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." It's like to I'd like to kick the living shit out of him. Yeah. I'd rip his fucking heart out. <laughs> he kind of is like he like unable to control his anger. It's like yeah. bubbling up. Yeah. And then Rayleigh goes, <laughs> "You're a scary guy. You really are a scary guy." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and that's when he's like uh time for the, the time for the ride along. Yeah. And he sees the cops do some good stuff. Yeah, I uh, see some co- a cops break up a domestic domestic disturbance. Yeah. He hangs out at like a hot dog joint with some cops. And this the, is with and the, the partner though, and the and the, the prostitute comes and hits on him, thinking, yep, "What are you? Cool, why yeah. are you in plain clothes? What are you, a lieutenant or something?" Yeah, to Kurt Russell and the, that's there's also a part where because it comes she comes back where they pull over a lady and then yeah. the cops like, "Oh yeah, chicks chicks love love us." Chicks and like, and like Ray Liotta gets her number. Or she, whatever. Comes, she comes back into the movie delightfully yeah. later yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, this is the you, this is all this is all stuff that's happening when the partner is there, who is like the non psychotic cop. Yeah. But then they there he uh, is it the partner who tells this joke? I think it, the oh, partner tells this joke where he's like, a dope dealer, a public defender, and my ex wife all get thrown off the Empire State Building. Which one hits the cement first? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> and then they're all laughing. Kurt Russell's like, ha ha, boys, at, boys being boys, yeah. boys having fun. This <laughs> is fine. Oh, cops, okay. And then. Uh, Oh, there's also a, a really funny scene where at this Mexican restaurant where the prostitute comes, where they give they they give him Mex 1992, I guess. Yeah. They give him Mexican food and he opens the box and it looks like delicious Mexican food. And, and he's, he's like, like yeah. "What the fuck is this? Yeah. I guess I'll just eat it all." You're like it was like a burrito. Yeah, what <laughs> looks like food to me? Yeah, it looks, looks pretty good. good. That's right. It was a Mexican place. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it literally is beans and rice, and then like yeah, it looks entree. delicious. Yeah, super strange. Oh, what is this? What is this Klingon food? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Something like a swine would eat. I'm afraid a fucking tentacle is gonna come out of this. <laughs> super weird. L.A. not known for its Mexican food. <laughs> nope. Well, he goes for the ride along, and then after, then Ray Liotta at one point is like, 
his partner's like, I got. He's like dropping his partner off at yeah. the station, and then he's like, they, I got one more thing to show you. They assume they're gonna go home. He's like, before he's like, well, well before that, one more thing. We're guys, I gotta take care of one more thing. He's Carlos is like, oh, he's like, you got time? He's like, yeah, okay. So they go and take care of it, and he's found the guy who yeah. broke into their house, and mm-hmm. so he like caught him. He catches him for him, and he's like. Hey, because this is like it's like that thing where this is how this guy's brain works. Mm-hmm. Is that he's actually he thinks he's I doing think, him a favor. I think he he turns into a, a more of a right. straight up villain in like a couple scenes, but like he's he like is like I th- I think I'm, he's I'm trying do- to be his friend. He's trying to be his friend. Oh, absolutely. He's like I'm doing this because this is something I. He's like he's like this is something I can do. Which with my my yeah. power, my overreach as a police officer, I can fucking find this guy, yeah, and I can detain him while you kick the shit out of him, like yeah. you want him, like you wanted to. So go ahead, kick the shit out of I'm, him. I'm doing my friend a favor. And, and Kurt a, Russell, a lot of the stuff later on when he becomes a psycho, I think, is due to him feeling like rejected. And yeah, stuff. absolutely. He's, he's like, kind yeah. of childlike. He's like yeah, a, he's I like think, a baby fascist. I think it's like <laughs> which uh, not in the, let's not defend him too much. No, though, no, because he's a super gross and creepy too. But it's no, not no. just that he's obsessed with Madeline, Madeline Stowe. He does want to be there. He wants to be his buddy too. Well, he, yeah, he's he obviously extremely yeah. lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and a pretty pathetic kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, I just don't want to just sort of like this could be my surrogate family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or something. And uh and so and Kurt and he's and he's like, "Come on, hit the motherfucker." He wants uh he wants uh Kurt Russell to beat this guy up and Kurt Russell immediately. He doesn't even consider it for a second. No. He was like, "That was fucking talk. I don't I I'm not interested in any of this." Oh, no. You should arrest him, I guess. Just, just arrest him and lock him up. You caught him. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, how Thank nobody you. nobody ever catches the guy. You caught the guy. This yeah. is great. And then Ray Liotta starts to get mad and it's like, "Come on, hit the motherfucker. This is what you want, isn't it?" And then he ends up hitting the motherfucker himself. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. And Kurt Russell. And this is uh, one of the scenes. This movie doesn't do that th- that that much. But Lakeview Terrace does this a lot. Where yeah. like just tell the person what happened. Right. Why don't people talk to each other? And he gets he gets home, and and she and Madeline Stowe's like, "How did it go?" That's my Madeline Stowe impression. <laughs> How did the ride along go? And he's like, "I don't want to talk about it. it. Didn't go very well. I think that guy's got a screw loose. He's yeah. crazy. Just tell her what happened. Right. Like, just she's your wife. It's literally a great story. say what happened. Yeah. Because then when he approaches her later, she's like, "Well, my husband thinks you're kind of weird, but I like you. He didn't give me any specifics. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that you found the guy who broke into your house, right. and then and then suggested I that the, I beat the shit out of him. And then instead, I beat the shit out of him in front of him. Yeah. And, sh- and so then when Ray Liotta is telling his side of the story, he gets to skew it in his direction. Right. And she doesn't have any like reason to. She doesn't have the other. Story because right. for some reason, for no fucking reason. <laughs> also, though, like, okay, yes, there's a lack of communication. Yeah. But I mean, in these movies, always. When the wife is confronted with the bad guy's version of events, she's like, seems credible. Yeah. <laughs> also, she's very mad at Kurt Russell for getting a gun. Right, that's where he got too. the gun, and yeah, apparently she found that was an it, overreach. She's like mad about it. Oh, also, we've skipped over a part where there's like this whole domestic abuse call that they get called on, and that like, oh yeah, like Rayleigh has to like talk this guy down. And the guy's gonna shoot him or something, and then this little kid runs into the road, and Kurt Russell saves this little kid. Yeah, yeah, just in time to see his like dad getting arrested or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he that's, put a gun in the guy's mouth or something? Or no, that's Lakeview Terrace where he puts Terrace. a gun in his mouth. <laughs> do it. We'll, we'll get to yeah. that. Uh, the movies they, they do they they they, they, they blend together a little bit. They're fun. like they're but they're doing similar they're yeah. doing similar things. They're definitely they're talking, talking to they're each talking other. about the same stuff. Yeah. Um, so, 
But this is the moment. This this whole ride along thing is the moment where it, where it turns, and then Kurt Russell is immediate is just done with him. Yeah, he's really mad about this whole situation. He's like fucking disturbed by it, and uh, domestically disturbed. He's <laughs> domestically disturbed by it, but but he's uh, you know not good at communication. Doesn't tell his wife exactly, and just for not just just because you're married to her. But this is a good story. Just right. tell the wife what happened. You got a great story. Uh, yeah, and so he he describes. I think our cop friends a little too tightly wound. And then she's kind of going like, "Don't you think we ought to give him the benefit of the doubt?" <laughs> oh, that's sort of How stuff. does she sound like a cartoon goose? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh what, man! Hey, everybody, Google Madeline Stowe. You'll find my uh, impression is 100 percent accurate. <laughs> Madeline Stowe. If I can just say like a, a little word about Madeline Stowe, one of my favorite actresses. It's like probably the most beautiful woman from 1990 to 1995, something okay. like that. But in five years. Yeah, sure. that's, that's right. I'm giving her that span. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she's in uh, one of my favorite movies of all time called The uh, Last of the Mohicans. Oh man! And uh, and this is I saw this for the first time when, when I was probably entering puberty, and and she is gives the horniest performance <laughs> possibly in the history of cinema. There's a scene in it where it's it's f- fairly classic where she's you know, like loading a gun or putting gunpowder into something or whatever, and Daniel Day Lewis is there and he's like staring at her. She goes, "What are you staring at? What are you looking at?" And he goes, "Why well, I'm looking at you." And then she, like, over the course of, like, 30 seconds, f- finds out how to, like, wills herself to make eye contact with him and then unleashes the horniest look that you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> very life. very thirsty. I don't know if this is available, if this is a clip you can find That movie YouTube. is not available. That no. movie, but it's just this clip in itself. <laughs> uh, it, it blows my mind every time. Also, just a masterpiece. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah. I'm just saying, every time I watch it, like, that, that is fantastic horny acting. I think that she's hornier in a movie that I think is one of my all-time favorite movies, also a masterpiece, the Tony Scott film Revenge. Oh, oh yeah. wow, right. Which yeah. is a fucking, maybe my favorite Tony Scott film, too. Oh, that's a sweaty, dirty, horny movie. Yeah, that is a sweaty, dirty, Ooh. horny movie, yeah. She doesn't she doesn't do too good in that, though. She uh, <laughs> does not into well for him. It doesn't wind up well for her. No. Yeah. It's a great movie. Just seek it out. Do not, if you seek out that movie, watch the director's cut. Watch the original theatrical version. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ray, so Ray Liotta ends up um, he he's immediately trying to like over, like uh, fix the damage at least with Madeline Stowe because she's she's the one he's the most interested in and he and she's like swimming in the <clears> pool <throat> I think we saw a scene like this in um, uh, Fifty Two Pickup mm. where uh, the woman is swimming in the pool and pops up out of the pool and the person is standing Wait, there it's the same thing it's the exact same thing yep. and it's Ray Liotta and he's like hey you know this I don't is how you're going Karen <laughs> has no. Karen no better way to win someone over than what, by just swimming in your pool just watching them swim in the pool until they notice you yeah, <laughs> yeah. people love that <laughs> oh you've been here for how long just until you noticed me I hang out at the so, gym and I do that I don't know how long I haven't been counting the minutes, Karen. <laughs> Karen. 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 I do want to say that, like, Come I know on. we've been describing this Ray Liotta character in, in such a way that I also do, I just want to make it clear that he also is a cartoonish Ray Liotta character in a yes. lot of ways. Like, he's, like, they, they portray him in this way that's, like, realistic, quote unquote, but it's also, like, as the movie goes, like, you're, like, by the, by the, like, climax of the movie, you're not, like, this is normal behavior yeah, for this right. guy. No, or no. This guy, it, I just don't want to make it sound like this. This movie does explore that a little, but it's also like on that thriller level where it's like, 
not interested. It's not also not in too interested in in the nuance of his no, of his no. character. But he, also he like by insane. the by the like, time it does get rolling to that part, you're like, this is pretty fucking scary. Like he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's not scary. It's I just don't want it. I don't. Way. I don't want people to think that like it's like Ray Liotta giving this nuanced performance no, about right. this cop who's like maybe he's damaged and there's this stuff he's yeah, childlike. Right. It's like no, nah, he's a fucking he's he is like all those things. Also, like he gets mad that this guy doesn't like him anymore, so he's gonna ruin his life. I think no, that that's, that's a really good. I think that that's how good a, he is in the movie psycho. because he projects all that stuff. Oh yeah, and Ray Liotta is great. Yeah, it's one of his best performances yeah. by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying cartoon. I'm not saying cartoonishly in a I bad way. I wouldn't call this performance unforgettable at all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's terrible. In. Yeah, <laughs> my, it's not. Oh, this isn't quite. It's like this performance is a lot like his. Is very similar to the one in uh, Something Wild. Yeah, where like he shows oh, up man. and you're all you're immediately scared of this guy when he right. shows up in Something Wild and he hasn't done anything yet. Right, and like you, but you, but by the end of, the, but you also don't expect that particular movie to go where it does yeah. so when he's like full on psycho in that one you're like terrified Ooh, of him but this damn. this movie it's a similar thing it's basically this but he's he's in like half of that movie and he he's like this whole movie is the someone was like what if we had Ray Liotta just do that but through the course of the entire movie right <laughs> so you know and you know and, similar and, and, kind, and, and plus some, he's like and, and what if he's a cop so nobody can stop <laughs> him <laughs> and you know in that movie his name is Ray too in, 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 in something wild something wild yeah, and yeah. his name is Paul in this and it's like his, this is a guy who's every character he plays should be named Ray <laughs> I mean, I'll give it. I'll give him like Goodfellas because that's based on a real person. But sure. every other character should be called Ray, and everyone gets scared. And they should have. They should have cast him in Ray. They should have cast him in Ray. <laughs> and that uh, would have been something. And else. they should. They should cast him in a biopic of Ray Stevens. And he should have been in Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> should have been in Everybody Loves Raymond. It's also, I guess, which should have been about a psycho cop. <laughs> yeah. that everyone loves, <laughs> which is kind of true. <laughs> what, what happened at work today, dear? <laughs> I had to shoot a bunch of Shut people. Shut up, Karen. <laughs> people need to know the meaning of order and power, Karen. <laughs> Someday a real rain's going to come, Karen. Karen. It's a, it's a thin blue line, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only thing standing between apocalypse and uh, other stuff. And other stuff. Better things. Karen. And you're Karen. cooking. Karen. The cooking is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I, I saw a junkie put a baby in a microwave. Karen <laughs> got two dead both two dead bodies off <laughs> Venice dead Boulevard. Bodies Justine. Off Venice. Sorry, I'm if sorry, the, Karen, the goddamn chicken, chicken is got overcooked. Karen, <laughs> Karen. Anyway, she's got the munchies for a California cheeseburger. Karen. Also, Ray Liotta is another actor that I feel like when like in Unforgettable a little bit, although he's like strung out in that one. Yeah. But where like he's whenever it's the scenes of him as a regular guy, you're like, I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like like that's what I'm saying is that he shows up. He has says he has said zero words in something wild, and you're like, this guy's terrifying. Right. Don't do whatever he you, wants. But then you, you watch to. like Dominic and Eugene, and you're like, what? <laughs> And if you're hiring Ray Nobody's Liotta watched Dominic to, and Eugene ever, by the right. way. If you're hiring Ray Liotta to be an, or, an ordinary person, what are you doing? Yeah. Is Ray Liotta. Use the fucking... This is like hiring Michael Jordan to, to lay bricks or something like that. Did like, you notice that whenever Ray Liotta lay, goes... That's like, like, sorry, sorry, that's an actual term basketball term. term. That was a terrible pull. <laughs> hiring Michael, Michael Jordan to do drywall. How about that? He's just whenever Ray Liotta that's goes a football in like, full-on psycho, he always looks like... The fucking like David Johansson and Scrooge does the cab driver ghost of Christmas past. He just like <laughs> suddenly his eyes get all sunken, his hair gets all, like standing up on end, his pasty face. He's just like, or it's like when uh when what's his name when Ian Holm as as Bilbo Baggins sees the ring at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. He's like. <laughs> 
This is Ray Liotta when he gets oh, fucked man. up. It's real run when he gets now wound want, up. Now I want Ray Liotta in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's a, oh my god, there's a scene in this movie. Give me that fucking ring, Frodo. Give me the fucking ring. 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 There, there's a scene in this movie where Ray Liotta is like crying to someone. I think he's is gaslighting somebody or whatever. He's like apologizing for his behavior or whatever. And he he does the exact same routine that he does to Polly when yeah, Polly's right? cooking the sausages. And he's like, Polly, I got no place else to go. And he does like he like squeezes his eyes in the same way, breaks down. He looks the the lighting and the makeup yeah. is the same. It's yeah. like this guy can just do that on command. <laughs> Yeah, he can just look that way. I thought he, he used too many to. onions, but it was still a very good it's still sauce. Still a very good sauce. Just <laughs> to stink up the joint something awful, and the hacks used well, to die. Well, the onions are what he uses to cry. <laughs> That's right. So, so Method shit. So anyways, at the pool uh, with Madeline Stowe, yeah. he tries to give his side of the story. He, he skew, he's gaslighting, he skews it in his direction, and then he tells a story about like how he knew how he knew that the streets are too fucked up for regular people to deal with. It takes real mm-hmm. will and stuff, and he's like, there was a girl, she was 15, and she had blonde hair. It's very important that he points out she has blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. You know, she's fine, but yeah. then even this blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl like shot, like stabbed me in the heart or something. Or I think she shoots him. I can't remember. Yeah, shot him because he's got and a he's scar. He's got this scar. And she's kind of like, wow, comes up I again. don't understand how dark the world is. Maybe he's got a point. Well, I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Madeline stuff. <laughs> this is turning into a real unpleasant situation. So shit. So and, and Madeline Stowe played by Frank Oz in this movie. I forgot. <laughs> Fortunately, the movie is pretty well paced. So Madeline Stowe, they don't milk this Madeline Stowe sort of being on Ray Liotta's side while Kurt Russell isn't for too long. Well, her husband's not very masculine. Long, long <laughs> He's enough. A real beta. Long enough that you're kind of like beta cuck. Just, just believe your husband already. Yeah. And so they, so Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell's doing an investment party at the club, and Ray Liotta shows up there. And uh, and he and Kurt again. Kurt has just had it with yeah. him. He's like, "Stay away from me. Stay away from my family." Yeah, you leave us alone. I think you're a sick guy, and I want you to stay for stay away from me and my wife. And then really, go. This is like when he first starts to be full on villain. It's like, "What are you gonna do? Call the cops?" Yeah. And he goes, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> he isn't making it in no in no uncertain terms in front of everyone too. Like, there's a sh- oh, you see all the people in the background going like, "What's going on?" Yeah, he's like, "Hey, well, you might want to calm down." One of your investors is watching, so he's kind of like, yeah. "This is how he begins to ruin Kurt Russell's life." Yeah. And then he just like full on commits to it after this, and he starts ruining Kurt Russell's life in ways that, frankly, I don't think cops are. No, able there's to no do. way he could cancel his credit. cards. He's canceling his credit cards, <laughs> and the movie sort of is like, "Of course, a cop can cancel." Pe- yeah. No, no, I they don't, can't. I don't I mean, think so. I mean. Maybe he just, I, that's what I thought. And then I'm like, I guess maybe he just knows how to do that. <laughs> you could, yeah, he's just, or a like, ha- in addition to that, he he's knows, just a hacker. He knows a guy or something. Yeah. I don't now know. Now that's possible, but normally he would have to get a judge to sign a warrant to freeze his assets, which, you know, you can't do like. What I'm saying right is now. that it's, it seems like he's like, I guess we're supposed to assume that he like, like knows that a guy. He like knows a guy. He's like, hey, I'm not going to arrest you for this thing I caught you if right. you do this fucking thing for me. Sure. Cancel the, this guy's I credit think the cards. One oh, okay. Thing, the one thing that he could possibly do is put a boot on his car, which he yeah, does. Which he does. Because there's another thing where he's like fabricates a, a cop fake. could do that for sure absolutely but yeah. there's one part where he like fakes a bunch of parking, parking tickets, tickets and it's yeah. just sort of like I don't think so because I mean if that was possible there's tons of cops out there and a lot of them are fucked up in the head and they, if they would just do that all the time to like their exes and stuff like that well, maybe they, they do I think they maybe do they got, if, if this is the thing that happens I want to know about it and Joe Charbonnick if you've if done Joe this Charbonic, call us if you were ever a policeman and you <laughs> <laughs> froze your enemies credit card numbers froze your enemies if, if let, let us let us know how you did it if you anybody do it and knows why. Joe Sherbonic or anybody else if you know if this is a power can't you ask your have, policeman friend uh, maybe I will 
Maybe I will. Let's get his input on that. Yeah, I'd like to find out. We should find out what he thinks about this movie. Oh, absolutely. We should watch it with him. I probably did watch it with him when, yeah? I, when we were kids. <laughs> but, I mean, I all, all he remembers is like Madeline Stowe was hot and her voice was oh, real sexy. She sure, she sure is. <laughs> hi, everybody. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, it's me, <laughs> Madeline, Stowe. Madeline Stowe. That's me, Madeline Stowe. Kiss my grits, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how she sounds. I swear to God, the good Andy it's McDowell. It's very sexy. There's two. There's t- there's uh, Andy McDowell's in too many movies because uh, both uh, Madeline Stowe and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio exist in the same timeline, and there's no excuse for them casting Madeline or Andy McDowell when those two actresses. You do are, hate Andy McDowell. She sucks. Yeah. It's only, that's the only reason. Mm. The only reason that uh, Andy McDowell can exist in a movie is in Shortcuts, which also has Madeline Stowe. I like her playing. Magic Mike Volume Two or whatever. Yeah, it's I'm just saying that she can only because Madeline Stowe is already in Shortcuts no. playing her sister. So okay, she, you you couldn't replace her with with uh, Madeline Stowe. So. Mm. There's no way Altman was going to green screen twin Madeline Stowe into shortcuts, although he should have. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Two, he probably would have accidentally done two Andy McDowells. Oh God! So this is this is the part where we get a, one of our first of a couple pretty sleazy, pretty graphic scenes. Mm-hmm. Yep. The lady that uh, the cop chaser, the lady that likes that's into cops, is riding Ray Liotta in a cop car. Yeah. And he's uh, and he's like fucking her for a little bit. Her, her boobs are out and her face is all like they've been making out. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty gross. Oh, the car's all fogged. The car's over all fogged sweaty. up, and she's riding like him. Titanic, and then, like Titanic. Yeah. And then at a certain point, he clearly is not able to continue for whatever reason. She's like, "What's what's the matter, baby? Like, uh, come on, let's uh, whatever." And then he's like, "I don't want to talk about it." And he's and she starts kind of like wanting to know what's on his mind, and he gets mad and kicks her out of the car. It's pretty fucked he up. He throws her out of the car. She's and like topless and shit. Yeah. And he goes, uh, "The only problem I have is sleazy low life whores like you. Jeez. Get out." Yeah. She goes, I don't even know where the fuck I am. And he goes, that's exactly your problem, isn't it? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, b- yeah, it is now because <laughs> of you. He's being very judgy about this lady and her ways I mean, after he's having no, sex with her. He's no, he's no gentleman yeah, like Steve Buscemi. Yeah. It's almost like he's, he's a not bad like guy. a gentleman Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to watch basketball together. We're going to watch basketball together. What are your problems? <laughs> what's, uh, what's, what's the score? What did I miss? What did I miss on this? <laughs> what did I miss? Hang I was on. in the job. Oh, this is a fun, this is a really fun because this is, this is exactly how it's sequenced in the movie. So this scene happens and he goes, that's exactly your problem, drives away from this. Uh, from this lady on the street, horrible. And then it cuts to him in in, in a classroom talking to children. Right. And the line that he says is, being a policeman is all about helping people. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. (laughs) That's the kind of movie this is at times where you're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, It's pretty rad. It's pretty amazing. Uh, And so this is- All dare officers really are like that, by the way. It's true. Absolutely. (laughs) And then this is a scene where- uh, Because that was- uh, What's her name? Classroom. Yeah. She had him come do like a talk. Did you ever have dare? You ever have dare when you were kid? I had dare. You had Officer Wren. Guy was a fucking. I don't dick. remember our. Uh, I don't remember our officer. <laughs> no, it was Ren, like W R E N. Different Ren. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. A, he was a hick. Anyway. But anyways, this is where you're. Uh, it's, we got uh, Officer Stimpy. Stimpy, Officer Stimpy, fucking excellent. Officer Stimpy, Stimpy, the Knights of Stimpy. Geez, I don't know what this is for. And Kylo Stimpy. Out. Kids, you shouldn't do drugs like me. What are you doing, <laughs> Stimpy? You beat this guy to death. You stupid idiot. You stupid idiot. We're going to have to fill out so much paperwork. Sir <laughs> 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 Ren and Stimpy. We are going to get suspended. Uh, what's wrong, Ren? <laughs> I want you to turn in your peace and shield. Who made you judge, judge, jury, and executioner, Skippy? Uh, you did. You're not an executioner squad, you piece of shit. 
You piece of shit. Uh, okay. Anyways. Fuck. So th- this is where they introduce the horny friend. There's always a horny friend. Madeline Stowe has a fellow teacher who's a horny friend. Yeah. And when he's giving his speech to the kids, she goes, you think I could get him to use those cuffs on me? <laughs> oh, that's right. The horny. I forgot about the horny friend. Uh, we she's had, only <laughs> horny in that scene, but she's only in no, like she's two horny, scenes. But, uh, there's yeah, but never these, much made out of it. There's always one of these characters who is like the friend, like it was he's in so the horny. juror. Yeah. Uh, it's like in Cape Fear, he's flirting mm-hmm. with Eliana Douglas. There's always like the girl who uh, who Sliver. finds the bad guy attractive, and then he fucking does something awful to her. It's always the lady who's who's going to, like, I don't know why you're not jumping on this bad guy action because he's the shit. Yeah, he's I love bad boys. <laughs> yeah. and he yeah. is handsome, and so they and always die. They always get fucked. and that's what happens in this Horribly one too. Horribly assaulted, fucked yes. up. Yeah. Uh, so this is still during the time where. Uh, where she's still sort of getting along with Ray Liotta, but that that dissipates fairly quickly. Uh, What happens? uh, Doesn't he? Well, he starts destroying... He starts destroying Kurt Russell's life, and then this is when all the stuff starts happening He winds up in jail. Yeah, he winds up in jail. Kurt Russell runs. Oh, Oh, there's a part when they're like... Because Kurt Russell goes to his partner, and then he frames Kurt Russell for... Oh no, he frames him, him for drugs. But, but, yeah, but, he frames him for drugs. But before that, uh, there is a scene where Madeline Stowe and Kurt Russell are having sex, and Ray Liotta That's like it. walks up there with a oh, with, like, right. his flashlight. No, and he kind of stares at them for a little while. He's watching them for a while yeah. have sex, and then he turns on the flashlight, and that, they're not happy two, about two this. fairly graphic sex scenes in this movie. Yeah, pretty yeah. graphic. Like this one is like more like oh, it's domestic. It's like it's like nice. It's like a you know, oh, it's a couple having sex until like. Until it's until, until it's like it's Ray Liotta, like, love in the doorway. It does the thing where she like bends, she like is up, and then she bends down, and Ray Liotta's behind. Yeah, just, yeah, and he's just watching them, and he's watching for a while, and then he eventually like turns on the yeah. They use nudity for a uh, scare reveal. It's yeah. pretty yeah. cool, pretty good stuff. And he's and, like, and this, oh, is, this is the reason just, why uh, I watched I got, this movie so many times. <laughs> I was on a call. Uh, you know, the door was open. I came in. He and said I was just checking on the you. The alarm had gone off yeah, earlier, but then they like, he's like, oh, we're just doing the, we, we yeah. were just checking up in here. And they're like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of our house. Yeah. Yeah. He's that, like, what? Jeez, you get mad. You come check on people. Okay. Yeah. And this is uh, this is kind of like the last straw for both of them, and then things start really spiraling out of control. Well, Kurt Russell's gone to the has he gone to the cops at this point, or is this when he goes to the cops and he's like telling them all this? He go in there like we okay, we'll see what we can do, and they kind of are like we're not gonna yeah, do anything. He goes into like a, a, a higher up, and the guy is just sort of like, "Do you got any evidence?" And, and the guy doesn't even seem to like not believe him about this guy because he already knows that this guy's Ray Liotta's had like a bunch of problems. But he's like, "You got any evidence? He's doing it? Then I can't do anything. What do you want from me?" Yeah, and then he's like, Why "Yeah, but." He also kind of looks at other cops like, give me a break. Who cares? Yeah, he doesn't it's also, care. It's also like a big who gives a shit. Yeah. But he like, go, but he, but he he says, and this is like a reference to things that had happened in the country a year or two earlier where he goes, why don't you just get a videotape of him doing the stuff that you say he's doing? Yeah. These days, everybody's got a goddamn home video. Yeah. Right. You're like, fuck. Yeah. But then he does confront him. He, do, he does confront him. Is is this when he meets uh, Ray Liotta like on the hill? No, the partner confronts him. Oh, the partner confronts him too. Yeah, the partner uh, at a couple instances kind of like sees him doing this, like getting too close to Madeline Stowe behavior, and just kind of stares at him and is like yeah. shaking his head. And then at a certain point, he, they're running together, and he's just like, "You got to fucking do the." And, and yeah. Ray Liotta's like full on psycho because he's talking to him like a lunatic. He's going like, "She'd be happier with me. She doesn't need this guy. This is the right thing." He's talking like a full on yeah. lunatic, and the guy's just just like, "Stop it, or I'm going to go up over your head." Yeah, I'm going to get you suspended. And, and Ray Liotta's like, "I'm going to have to kill." Because yeah. <laughs> I have left the reservation at yeah. this point, and he, he like, does promptly. He sets up a whole thing where he they chase a drug dealer into a place, and then mm-hmm. like he sh- 
he shoots he him. shoots his, he shoot he shoots his partner with like a you know a, what you know another unregistered gun, gun I yeah. imagine and then mm-hmm. make and then shoots the drug dealer and makes it look like the drug dealer shot his partner and, and then, then does he, he not take the drugs and plant them on Kurt Russell? He does, yeah. and they plant it on Kurt Russell. And he, but he like, and he and he says something like the partner's not. He's like, you think he's dead? And then he says something to him about like he, so he says something fucked up to him right before he dies. I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he like stands in front Rolo of him. And, and Tomasi. He stands in front of him and and, <laughs> wa- and watches him die. Good candy. And uh, and he just he just like stands and watches him die and goes like, you're not gonna go over my head for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's it. super creepy. And then the guy's like. Uh, the money's in the. Uh, <laughs> tell my wife I. Uh, and uh, the nuclear codes are. Uh, and that was the last guy who could have possibly protected these guys. So yeah. Ray Liotta just goes full on into the psycho stuff. Uh, Kurt Russell gets locked up, and you see him. You see him walking into jail. And he sees the guy that actually broke into their house, and yeah. they have the sort of like look. Yeah. He's in also jail. seen him again when Ray Liotta like yeah. presented him before him, and they sort of have this weird eye contact, like "Wow." Yeah. <laughs> he also goes to jail partly because he had he pled out on a case in like yeah. Austin, Texas. He like, had like in, an old drug the, charge. An that old he pled drug out charge on. that was like it wasn't him, but it was like a client who had the drugs, but he would pled out on it because that's what they told him to do. And then yeah. the ju- so the, he's got the a record. lawyer's like, "Oh well, you're fucked. Then. You're not getting bail," which is yeah. absurd. <laughs> well, oh yeah. yeah, I mean. But they set bail at two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, I do, I do like a that. rich guy has blow in L.A. in the nineties. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's scans. Yeah, I, I think he had a lot of drugs. Sure, I, guess. I don't know. And so well, and so while Kurt Russell is in jail, and he and well, his he, assets are like, the money's tight because his his money's all he has right. no money. Right is the thing. His money's all tied up in, in the, the club. In the club, and mm-hmm. like he says that at the beginning of the movie, so he's. He's no a, way he can't he's bail got, he's, he's, he's got twenty two hundred. He's like a rich. He's like a rich guy, but it's essentially he has no money. Yeah. And then like you know this club will work it's out. Like Roy Scheider and, 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 and he will be yeah. rich again. Yeah. He's not liquid. Same. He just has. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He just has he a will, nice he house. He will be rich after this investment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sort of thing. You know, uh, rich people shit. So while so he's so like he's like in jail. He's just trying to get a phone call from one of the cops. He's getting he's experiencing the indifference of the justice system. He's locked in there with mostly people of color. I think that's also very pointed. And yeah. he, and he's like he's on the other side that line between this side and the other. Yeah. And uh, and at this point Ray Liotta's like now I can just fucking go into the house and pretend that I am her husband and uh, he, he is full on psychotic. Yeah. And oh, this is really fucking creepy when he's like making her have dinner with him and stuff. It's so fucking gnarly. Super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's that's like the last fifteen minutes she's of the movie. She's Ray been like holed up husband. In, yeah. in, ho- in her house, and she's all she's kind of fucked up just because like the, the the house is just tossed because the cops came in and like yeah tossed the whole house and it's still a mess. And her her friend comes over and is like, "Can I help you?" And she's like, "Yeah." yeah. The, the yeah. cat is important in this stuff. The cat's wandering around. She's like, "Go feed the cat and yeah. stuff." Ray Liotta comes by with some groceries, and her poor friend is like, "But her friend is like you said she's horny earlier." But it's important to note that she is dis. Distinctly not horny for him at this point because yeah. she's like, no, this guy's a psycho, and she will not let him in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So at the point when she gets killed, it's not quite like the horny friends in other movies we've seen where true. they like That's end true. up where they like end up like having sex with this guy because yeah. they're like, ooh, I'm so horny, like uh, and Haitian in uh, the juror. That scene like, still makes me cringe. When yeah, I think about it. <laughs> that movie sucked except for this horrible scene where Anne Haitian is killed in that it's movie. It's super gross and disturbing. Up. It's yeah. fucked up. So gnarly, and they're so sweaty in that I scene. Know, they are so like weird. sweatier than anybody. 
anybody's ever sweated before. <laughs> but the, Ray Liotta, this scene with with Liotta having dinner with her in the house is Oof. pretty fucked up. Oh, too. this whole this whole last sequence is like fucking. Gr- yeah, it's, it's fucking gross. creepy. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of hard and to watch. It, it never quite crosses the line, but it gets really uh, close. He's like he's like gonna rape. He's her, gonna rape absolutely. Her. And he's like he's and she's got his try- hands all she's over. She's kind of got to like pretend to play along yes, with she's, it. She's, she's like, a, I'm gonna go change into something nice for you. He like unbuttons her shirt, playing for time. Yeah, and gives her like it out because because she he's there. And she's like weirded out by it, and she's like, "Where'd my friend go?" And she's like, "Oh, she had to leave." And then she's like, "I'm gonna let the cat in." And he's like, "Okay." And she's like, goes and and then she sees the cat in the closet yeah. door that's open, and she looks she looks in the closet to let him out, and her friend is like, "Her dead body the is top like of the closet. stuffed." And she's been like suffocated by a bag, <clears throat> and she's stuffed up. up in the top yeah. of his closet. So the cat isn't outside, and then and she but then she like, knows. This seems really terrible. Oh no, I'm in oh, trouble. No. I better pretend I don't know my friend's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this escalated. <laughs> this got really out of hand. I'll just I'll just act like I like this back rub from him. Yeah. yeah, so he's giving her a back rub. She's like lying face down on the kitchen table. Mm. And then he starts to get... Re- I mean, it's already pretty creepy, but he's like saying, this, like, tell me how much you love me. <sighs> and then he, but he cuts her off. It'll never be as much as I love you. And, then, uh, <laughs> we, and this is cut. This is cross cutting with Kurt Russell like frantically getting a hold of his lawyer, who's going to a bail bondsman. Who's lawyer getting, put his like who's, sold his house. To he get sold his, his house bail. to get him put, out. Took out a mortgage for his house. So he's yes. like, so it's like this. It's cutting between this scene of him like of this and him getting closer to knowing that she knows that what she knows, and then also Kurt Russell like trying to get out of jail and then like running towards the house. Yeah, and she's just stalling for time. And uh, and then at a certain point, she just like flips out and can't take it anymore. And she's like, "You're a sick, fucking, brutal asshole! Get out!" She's screaming at him, and he's like, "You know that this is right." And then he's like, starts flipping on her. And this is when you get some real rough uh, language. You're a little cock teaser. You know what you are? You're a worthless fucking whore, just like every other whore I've met in my life. I'm gonna treat you like you like you. I'm gonna treat you like a whore, Karen. Mm. And uh, Jesus Christ. And around this point, like Ray busts in through the door. Just like Vince Vaughn busts in through the uh, the glass window at the end, of, it's a very similar type scene. <laughs> yeah, people busting in through doors, and it sort of happens again in the next movie too. Oh, yeah. Busts in through the door, and this is where you kind of get your knock knock down drag out fight yeah. between the two of them. And uh, he hits Vince like someone in, in, ends up hitting Vince Vaughn with Vince the Vaughn pyramid. Ray Liotta. With the uh, hit, sorry, <laughs> well bleeds together. Yeah, hits Ray Liotta with that security pyramid that yeah. they named that they came yeah. with the term for. Uh, hits him right in the face. Symbolism, I guess. Yeah, they they've set off the alarm at this point, and then uh, Ray Liotta's calling. Oh, this yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Ray Liotta's calling to like get the alarm. Get him he's like, oh yeah, it's it's a pyramid. false alarm. Uh, what uh, password is the password is pyramid? And then he's like, no, I never changed it. Yeah. And Kurt Russell goes, I, I did. did. <laughs> he's all beat up on the floor. Yeah. It's great. And it's he's good. like, what it's did good. you? I like but, that. But that he came goes, back what around. did you change the password to? And he goes, seven letters. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> I think he actually did change the password to fuck you. Which is odd. I like, I like the, to imagine the conversation between him and the security person. <laughs> Excuse me? So what are you changing the uh, code to? Fuck, fuck you. you. No, sorry. Hey, whoa, Excuse me, sir. sir. Oh, I'm what, sorry. No, no, no. That but that's, that's what I want. That's no, so what do you want the password to be? <laughs> fuck you. No, no okay. Sir. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Third okay. base. <laughs> Who's uh, on fuck you? So this traveling is, doctor is named what? So this is the proper way that you do this, which they weren't able to do in domestic disturbance. Ray's down because of getting hit with hit with the pyramid. They're stepping around. He gets back up yeah. right when he's about to escape the front door, yeah. and then uh, and then Kurt Russell trains his gun on him, and he's like, "What are you gonna do? Make yeah. a citizen's arrest?" And Kurt Russell blows him the fuck yeah. away. He shoots blah, him. Blah, blah, he shoots blah, blah, him blah. a lot. He shoots him as many times as Alan Alda got shot in <laughs> murder. murder yeah. 1600s. <laughs> Amazing. It's a mess. 
mows him down. He's, I mean, you know, he's rightfully mad at this guy. He's yeah. right to be mad. Sure. Ray Liotta has been a stinker in this movie. Not a great guy. <laughs> uh, do we, he's we, been a real goof. Yeah, yeah. This whole last sequence is so creepy too, where he's like yeah. cooking dinner and, and all the other Ugh. stuff afterwards is real gross. Really gross. It gets it gets pretty it gets pretty. Uh, it but it doesn't quite get like. To where it's like, oh god, I gotta stop watching this. But right. it's like, it's like, yeah, this guy's a bad guy. Just fucking shoot, shoot him. Yeah, there's no, there's no uh, gray this, area. You get here a lot of Madeline Stowe's character being, uh, you know, heroic and enduring a lot of shit, and then and being smart and stuff, and so it works pretty well. But right. it's but it's t- it's still hard to watch at times, and it's very satisfying when he gets blown away at the end, and then the, and then as we love, yeah, cut to credits. It's a yeah. great shot too. It's outside of the house and like. Uh, all these cop cars pull up yeah. and then like his lawyer pulls up cause he, there was a whole car chase thing earlier, but his lawyer pulls yeah. up and it's just, it holds on this, like uh, this wide shot of the house and like they go back, they cops go to the house and they, they look around and they go back in and the door shuts and the credits just roll yeah. over that the shot. Whole cre- the whole yeah. credits, yeah. the whole credits. I love it. Super cool. I love it. <laughs> and <laughs> they don't say anything, but you know, the settlement these guys get from the fucking oh, police department. Holy Oof. shit. Yeah. They get, I mean, what, $20 million? In that last shot, there's five cop cars there and a helicopter. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a disaster for the LAPD. I mean, they already had enough <laughs> PR disasters in the, in recent years at the time this movie was No, made. 92, they were doing okay. Oh, that's right. No, this was a great was time for LAPD. Pre-Rampart? <laughs> I think that it was happening. Ramparts was happening at this mm. time, but just a, two years after Rodney, Rodney King. King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a good time for this movie to come out, and uh, because yeah, I, of the country is the way that it is, it still holds still up. very timely. Although I don't know that I think a lot of like some of what seems to be obvious subtext now is maybe that uh, would have been as apparent back then. That's true. It's hard to say, but it still works as if it is, which is why the movie is good. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think I read all the yeah. I read all the good quotes in there. It's very sleazy, and, and, and the language yeah. is very harsh at times. Yeah, this is this is the opposite of domestic disturbance. This is an R-rated. It's, it is. Yeah. This is the thing where they're like, R. we're going to make this for grown-ups who want to go see this kind yeah. of thing. And you're like, thank you. Out, out of all of these kind of movies that we've watched, like Fatal Attraction, like stuff like that, this yeah. is maybe the best. One of the best. Oh, just sort I'd of certainly like, better than Fatal oh, Attraction. Oh, like, just like psychos yeah, like, in, insi- like, insinuating themselves yeah. into your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and this one feels, I mean, it, it feels the most natural. Yeah, it I like really has like a this. progression, you know. And it, plus, it's like you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel. Plus, it like works as a whole movie. Yeah. Whereas something like Fatal Attraction, uh, parts doesn't. parts work. Yeah. Like yeah. the them. I mean, well, actually, it's like a lot a th- of all the thriller stuff of Fatal Attraction is an afterthought. Yeah. And this one, it's it's going throughout the whole thing. I was looking up highest grossing movies of but it compared of to something years. like compared to like bad influence. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just like no. yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah, one works. Come on. yeah. I was looking up highest grossing movies of the year for, for, for each year a while ago. I mean, like Fatal Attraction mm-hmm. was the fucking highest grossing movie of the year. <laughs> yep. That's it so really, it's considered a classic. It's so weird. It's one of those movies that just clicked yeah. for people Didn't for it some get reason. Nominated for best picture. I yeah, believe it, it did. did yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Okay. It sucks. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, I bad influence crossed my mind in this one where that one was like ah. You're, the whole time you're like, I don't buy this relationship between these two guys, yeah. and the two actors should have been switched. Right, but like uh, this one, it like works because it's like it starts off as a you know professional relationship with the cop saving them, and you get you know you 
Madeline Stowe's character maybe takes a little too long to come around to him being a bad guy, but that might also be just because, as an audience, we know more than she does. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, but it, you always you run know. that risk when you make a, a character look dumb because the audience right. is ahead of him. Like, I don't think her. I don't think she's she is dumb in the movie. I think she that it's to, just, she seems dumber because you're like, well, you should know what's going on. Right. Are you having me watching the movie? And you're like, she well, gets no, to she's in make the up movie. with it by being, also, by like, being pretty brave and heroic. Yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. And yeah. also, like Travis pointed out, like it's not like he communicates very well and goes like, look, no, no, no. That's that's what I'm saying is that the movie. The movie creates a situation where you're like, this character is being be dumb. dumb, and you're like, no, she's not. The movie is forcing me to think she's dumb. Yeah, but yeah. The, I mean, the movie's the movie's, the movie's <laughs> forcing her into a box where she doesn't have a choice. <laughs> the movie's yeah. great, but like, uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, let's do it. I'm gonna give it three and a half Judds. Nice. I'm gonna give it three Douglases. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna give it ten out of ten disgusting burritos. Yeah, it's just what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you handing to me? I'm I'm supposed to eat this? Yeah. What is this? A burrito? It looked good. Oh what? Yeah, it looked pretty good to me. Yeah. I like a burrito. What is this? What is this on this cheese? I just like a good just God. A, even if it was just a, just a mess of Mexican food, I'll eat that. I'll eat that. Yeah. So weird. Sounds good. I'm gonna Taco Bell after this maybe. Ninety two. There was no Mexican this was Mexican food was brand new to the country <laughs> in nineteen ninety two. How is this pronounced? Mexican. This is Mexican. Where's this country? It's Los Angeles. I don't know what this stuff is. LA doesn't have a very vibrant food scene. No. It's pretty much burgers. That's it. LA is known for its basic ass cuisine. And not a lot of Mexicans in. No. Certainly not in the early 90s. Not in. No, not in LA for sure. No. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go up to four Juds. I just thought it was pretty awesome. I I liked the I liked how it just holds up so well today. Um, those all those themes are I don't think ever going to uh, run out of style. No, unfortunately, I don't think so. um, and the movie handles them in such a way that that it, it'll stay timely. Yes, but it, but again, we, like Kevin is right to point out, this is not like a issues movie. No, not right? at all. No, no, that's no. all there. But this is a fun B movie thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it is thrilling and fun and B movie ish throughout the whole way through. Yes, yeah, it just happens to have this subtext that actually holds up yeah yes. that works that worked that that would if you didn't even think about it you it wouldn't matter in my like opinion it, that is the hallmark of a guy who directed black exploitation movies yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely you know he he's made a movie that can be interpreted as a political work but it's just a goddamn exciting movie i mean over the edge is a movie yeah, that could absolutely. be the same way but you watch that and you don't i mean you don't it doesn't it's not overtly political right. it's about kids versus adults but it's like you know uh, but it's also about authoritarianism. About, and, but it's about these people, really. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing. It's you know. about people. He's a guy, exploitation guy. Yeah, he's a yeah. good exploitation guy. I mean, he directed 50 episodes of ER. One of, them, uh, one of the greatest shows of all greatest time. Greatest shows of all time. <laughs> I'm going to give it three and a half Douglases. It's just like, I mean, there's uh, two long sex scenes in yeah. it. Uh, one of them is very sleazy. The other is is not sleazy, but is very. But there's nudity. It's and icky. it's yeah, and the, oh yeah, because the guy's staring Cause at them all time. Oh, because he's watching them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Makes it it uh, makes it a little gross. And just an ex, you know, just three and a half. It's Madeline Stowe. Yeah. I'm happy to see it. Well, what was your uh, What was your other rating? I gave it ten out of ten. Disgusting burritos. Disgusting oh, that's burritos. Right. Uh, so three and a half <laughs> Douglases, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Karens. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, three and a half. Uh, uh, Judd's solid. Solid stuff. Uh, three and a half Douglases because of the sex scenes, but also that whole last sequence. Mm-hmm. Like Ray Liotta's whole deal. Ray Liotta being in a movie bumps up the Douglas rating for me. <laughs> like because he's just like you're gonna Yay. change him to Lanes and Liotta's. A little creepy, yeah, right. He's a little. He's like you're just like, eh. Just him in, when he's in a scene, not doing anything particularly sleazy or like. Gross. This was a really good chapter. And who had sex with Ray Liotta's <laughs> wife by Ray Liotta, by the way. 
My, one of the best books I've ever read. New York Times number one bestseller. Who New had York sex Times with bestseller author Ray Liotta and his new book, Who Had Sex with Ray Liotta's Wife. It's a great book. It's <laughs> thrilling stuff. An enduring mystery. The, un- the unlawful entry chapter is really scintillating. Uh, it'll stick with me forever. It was a dark and stormy night. It was a dark night. and stormy night. <laughs> He's writing it on the top Some- of his doghouse. <laughs> In the Some- rain. Someone was having sex with Ray Liotta's wife. Who was it? <laughs> I'm Ray Liotta. <laughs> it was not me having it's- sex with I'll my wife. I'll tell you wife. what, it sure wasn't me. Ray Liotta. Do you want to know who it was? So Me do too. I. <laughs> this is the whole book. <laughs> it's, a, it's an enduring mystery that bedevils me to this day. <laughs> the book, the book isn't. It's not a mystery. It's him just for three hundred pages trying to figure out who had sex with Ray Liotta's wife. It ends with him going, "Do we know anything more than when we started? I, I don't. don't. What did we learn here? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Don't do it again." We still don't know who's having sex with Ray Liotta's wife. It certainly isn't and, me. And again, I can't stress this enough. It ain't me. I'm Ray Liotta. Good, Good night. night. And I finally quit smoking <laughs> thanks to Chantix. Uh, yeah, well, I don't... Uh, ten out of ten copies of Ray Liotta's book, I guess. Fuck, there you I go. don't fucking know. Uh, ten, ten out of ten... I feel like there was a whole bunch of stuff. Ten out of ten, out of ten tiny, tiny the cat. Not, all right, <laughs> one, one tiny, tiny the cat. He's and not God tiny. bless him. He survives. He survives the movie. He does. He survives the movie. Oh. The friend does not. She no. is. She is decidedly dead. Fucking brutal. Like, I wonder what those cops are. The cops see because it's that wide shot, and the cops walk in, and they're like, "Oh, this guy." And then maybe they, you know, no, right. I don't know what his. But they're like, "He's oh, this is this is our this is our he's a cop." And like, yeah, but look, oh shit, he oh no, this is a whole bunch of <laughs> this, stuff going on. This is gonna be bad for the department. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be very bad. <laughs> oh, we'll just we're just gonna shut the door here real quick <laughs> uh, in case some Ugh. news crews show up. Okay. Un- unlawful entry. Unlawfuled entried. Well, speaking we're, of... We're making a big jump ahead from this one. Yeah. 2008. 2008, Lakeview Terrace. But very similar... Uh, very similar sub- subject matter. Subject matter and premise, sort of. New neighbors, though. Yeah, it looks like... Did you meet them yet? Uh, you want to give people a chance to settle in, you know? I always wanted to say this. We're homeowners. <laughs> Give up the wallet, man. Give it up. Welcome to the neighborhood. What? Never roll your window down when somebody does that. Scared the hell out of me. Imagine that. I met our new neighbor, Abel Turner. And? He has a very special brand of humor. He's got security lights. What do we should put sheets on the windows? Sheets? We need bricks. Your outside lights are shining right into our upstairs. See how that could be annoying? Now I got nothing against you. But I don't need you putting your bedroom scenes out here for my kids to see. Maybe there are some places where that's okay. And maybe that's where you ought to live. You keep saying stuff like, they're not welcome here, we should move. Just stay out of my life. You have a good night, Chris. They're slashed. Did you leave this door open? Did you see anyone? No. I just see you. This one yeah. was directed by Neil LeBute, which yeah. I think is the reason that it is good in the ways that it is good and not so good in the ways that it is bad. I can't wait to find out. I'm going to be all ears on this one because I watched this movie and couldn't imagine someone enjoying it. And you guys both liked it. I, I think like it's pretty it. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I can't it, wait. I, to I, hear. I like. I like it. I like the. I, I don't know. I just. I like the. I liked all three of the central performances. I, I think Patrick Wilson uh, is always good as a regular guy. He's he's a guy who you can who's like handsome enough that you believe, but like he's handsome. You're like I can believe he's a movie star, and also 
not handsome enough that you're like, I believe he's a regular guy. Right. I don't like, think I don't think I'm on the Patrick Wilson very, train, honestly. No, that my train is that he's plain. I think he's terrible in uh, he's terribly cast in Watchmen because he's not older old and fat enough as the owl that <laughs> to fucks. play to play that character. Here, here's what I think the is impotent works owl who about fucks the movie. When, his, when he's I, got I a superhero costume on is it works because and if you read Roger Ebert's very good review of this movie, yeah. he said he kind of says the same thing, which is that uh, it's provocative in ways that movies like this aren't normally. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely trying to push your buttons and make you ask questions and sort of challenge what you perceive to be your point of view of what's going on in the story. Like, yeah. like, a, you know, like a troll on the internet. It's very, yes. And that's sort of the flip side of that. That's also what annoys me. Because I think it's dumb. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to get people to right. ask questions. <laughs> just trying right? to, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think that it does that in a very lazy way. But I think that's because, to me, this is very much the product of a, of a bunch of white people who think that we have conquered racism. Well, it's 2008, and so this movie almost feels like a commentary on this type of movie. Yeah. Almost. Like, it feels like, while, while, trying, while still trying to be that. Well, I, which is what I like about the Neil LeBoot movies I think I like more mm-hmm. are, like, the ones where it's like... Because I think he works well in, like, the framework of a what are the, genre. There are Neil LeBoot movies that you like? I liked the Nurse Betty at the time. Nurse oh, Betty, God. I remember liking oh, that. Oh, Nurse Betty. I'm, I'm one of the people that will actually stand up for and defend The Wicker Man. Oh, I don't know if I... I, I that would be the one... Only, I haven't the seen only The only Neil LeBoot movie that I would ever want to watch again. I think it's... A, I don't know. think I'd ever watch In the Company of Men, but I did... I do remember thinking it was right. I watched that. I watched time. a part of that again, like, four years ago, because I remember yeah. seeing it when it first came out and being like, ooh, prestige, edgy drama. Yeah. And then I watched it again, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I yeah. hated it. Yeah. And I, I, it was like 10 minutes of it. I fucking couldn't stand it. Okay. I think Neil Butte was one of those guys that came out of the gate and who was like, I'm provocative. I'm asking weird, tough questions and getting into the, the dark cracks of society. And then like the more that he went on, you were kind of like, no, nah, I think you're just a fucking asshole. Right. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, a he didn't fucking write asshole. this one, at least. Right. Um, he didn't I, write this? No, he didn't write it. No. Who fucking wrote he's, this? He's gone for higher on this. Two other guys. Credited. Two I don't guys. know. I don't know. There's I, a I, script. But I think you make a good point. I think that, yeah, he's cluelessly provocative. Yeah. But also, I think that his provocations do hold water because despite the fact that he's going about it in a clueless way, they are interesting. And the the movie is, I like Kevin said, I think it's really well acted. Yeah. It's yeah. suspenseful. So I think it's doing a good job of sort of having its cake and eating it too but not thoroughly. Like they definitely have questions no. about I mean, the execution. It is PG-13, which I think which, is weird. which I think holds it back. It's similar to domestic disturbance where you're like, "Why not yeah. make this rated R?" Like it's like yeah. that thing where you're like, "Who are you holding this why yeah. why we this gotta movie? get we gotta get like, the, this is a movie that's we about We got to get the tweens to see this. Right. Cuz this is a movie that's like about like as uh unlawful entry, you know, uh, has like that subtext and it doesn't really address it, which I think is like purposeful and also them going it's it's in, in one way going like, like oh, we're, it's going to be about this but also like um the studio going like don't Let's make, make this it, yeah. don't make this too much about how the cops are racist right in unlawful entry in this one it's specifically about race and policing reverse yeah. racism in this case but Which, also, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a movie, like, the a problem that has bedeviled America through its whole history of black people's prejudice against white people. I think, and trying to hold think, the but, white man but down. But I do think that the, I mean, but there is, there are black characters that are also telling the white character, and I think they, well, I have seen this movie a couple times. Yeah, I've and seen like, it more than once. And like, I, I, I felt like, like whenever he's saying that shit to Carrie Washington, and she's like, fuck you. 
Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, fuck you, dude. That's how I felt watching it. I don't know that the movie, <clears throat> the movie's clearly on his side, but also partly because the Sam Jackson character is also clearly Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, un- absolutely psychotic un- and unhinged. That's from the, the thing. get-go. That's the thing, is like, I think that, I think that it's sitting there trying, this is like a good example of, of where the movie is doing something interesting, but poorly. Yeah. Like, it's trying to get you to say, it's trying to ask you, is it okay for... Is it a, like is this guy a racist? Like, is it okay for you to think that this black man can be a racist? And you're like, yeah, idiot, he's a fucking monster. <laughs> he's he's uh, maybe that maybe that's one of the problems with the thing is that like okay, if that's the issue that we're trying to address, the racism, he's just a fucking all around psychotic. But it's I think I mean, it's sure racist, but it's also, also like, trying he's to fucked get up in every conceivable it's way. Tr- also trying to get it at this this view of masculinity that I think it also handles really poorly yeah. through the Patrick Wilson character because oh, like so dumb. It's a very another straw dogs type character. It is, but what's interesting, I, I was actually talking with my about this and I wrote it down because I was like I gotta remember to say this <laughs> All right. but okay so like Sam Jackson's character is immediately and very apparently a monster but also the movie keeps harping on Patrick Wilson's masculinity but actually he's patient beyond reason he's largely polite he's not quick to violence or even anger most of the time and generally assertive when he's confronted mm-hmm. so he really isn't a pussy at all I don't feel, you know, I feel like he's a dumbass but, a lot of the time. But the movie is constantly pushing you to think that he is weak. I when really so. he is, like, as far as what we would think of as, like, a good guy, he's a good guy. Right. And well, it's also like, well, he listens to rap music and he's yeah. white. And it's sort of, it pushes you in these with these ideas that, like, there is something wrong with this guy. That huh. there's, like, something weak or not assertive about him when really he's... He does everything he should do. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, did we I say mean, the premise I just, of I just this movie is? These two, like, idiot Patrick Wilson and his wife move in, move next door to a fucking <laughs> black psychopath. Wife. His black wife move next door to Sam Jackson, who's a fucking psychopath. Who's a cop? Right who's out of cop. the gate. Right, he's a cop. And he's this it's very important. stern, he's authoritarian, yeah. second conservative guy. Politic- very conservative. Small C and big C. He's a aggressive, yeah. openly a Republican, but also like with those old-fashioned values. And with a yeah. giant chip on his shoulder about it. And just like the second they move in, he's like peering. Okay, so this is this is how well, they're he's, introduced. He's oh, he's mad when he finds out that they're Patrick Wilson that is not the mixed, mover. That they're a mixed race couple. because yeah. he originally sees Kerry Washington with her father, yes, Ron Glass from Serenity, and and uh, an eighty-year-old like man. Right, he thinks that they're a he couple. He thinks that they're a couple, and he's okay he's with that. He's okay with that. Yeah, but then and, he realizes and then he sees that a white guy moving the boxes in and out of the house, and he thinks that, that it's Patrick. It's Patrick Wilson. He thinks he's a, a, a mover. mover. He's a mover. And Patrick Wilson actually says hi to him, and he doesn't say anything back. Yeah, because yeah. I don't talk to the movers. Right. Whatever. I'm just an asshole to everyone all the time. I always have been, and everyone thinks so. That's what the character is. All the cops yeah, hate him. Absolutely. Uh, he's he's already been in trouble with the force a bunch of times. He's just a fucking psycho who's been on the loose for years, and this is how it boils over. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he, there's this, there's a shot where he sees um, uh, he's he's peering at them. This is hours after he sees Patrick Wilson moving in and thinks he's the mover. And they're in the backyard. And then Patrick Wilson goes and sits next to his wife. And then he sits closer. And then they start kissing. And you see a shot of Sam Jackson he's going like, like "Oh my god!" Yeah. I, I love Sam Jackson in this. I think he's absolutely terrific <sighs> in this too. movie. He's he can go. Good. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I you, just think he's. I I don't. I I feel like he's. He's, I feel like he totally. I feel like movie. he's doing a thing that's like where he's. You're like, I do buy this character, and mm-hmm. I buy his. He like, seems completely credible. Like I like his. Like yeah. he's 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 doing it. He's 
pulling it back. Mm-hmm. But he's no, also that's he's what also irritated crazy. me the most. Sam Jackson's attempts to legitimize this character are one of the things that drove me the craziest <laughs> about this movie. Is because there's numerous times. First of all, I th- feel like this movie plays like it's supposed to be one of these wars of escalation things mm-hmm. between two people where like, oh, the things spiral no, out of he's control. He's the one who keeps escalating. He's just a things. fucking psycho yeah. from the get go. And sure, Patrick Wilson does stupid things, but he's just a victim. They're both just victims of this psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but the, Sam Jackson is too nuanced in the role because he will do a, a thing that is full on insane, troubling, disturbing, scary behavior, and then everyone will leave, and you'll see a shot of Sam Jackson going like, oh, man, like, what am I doing? Yeah, I think that's, and that's awesome. And then that's he'll what just I like do about something it. crazier next. He's not, so those mean, those, those scenes mean nothing because he's not no, going like, what am I doing? He never tries to pull back. He just gets crazier again the next time. I don't, I don't, I don't agree like that he that's added true. that. I think that there are also parts of this where he, you actually do see him try to try to like make amends or pull it back and he just loses can't it again. Can't, 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 he's I think a psycho. He like that scene right, where they go to that's what I like about it. I think that he's he's he vacillates It's a really the interesting two. psycho character. Yeah. And I, he's he's not just crazy. And I think that Z- that Jackson is so fucking good here because you for, like everyone knows that Sam Jackson can be scary and aggressive and yelly. He gets to be really charming in this movie and then snap, like on a dime, turn scary. And, the, and you forget that he can do that. He's really fucking and good And the here. main scene, the one of the main scenes where he does get yelly and aggressive is when he's chasing that guy, yeah. that young black man. And this is a guy who shot at him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a very, is obviously, every scene in this movie it's is, very very, contrived. is very pointed and contrived. But yeah. he's but he he's yelling at this guy, pointing a gun at his head and going like, you need to be good for your kids yeah. or whatever. He's like, and then later on, of course, he's talking to the internal affairs mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, did you, did you do, do that? And he's <laughs> like, I was trying to teach the boy a lesson. Yeah. And you're like, and I mean, it's, he's and they're so like, it's, retire, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You need to stop being a cop. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like. I think when I saw this years ago, I like really, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, I remember being pretty into it. And then I watched it the other day, and I didn't like it nearly as much. But I didn't. I don't know. I did. I did like it. I like. Like I said, I like all the characters in it. I do like that. Like, y- like you were complaining about unlawful entry, where like something bad happens and they go home. It's this constant problem in these m- types of movies. But in this one, they're like, "What happened?" He's like, "This is what happened." There's a whole part where like towards this is, this is like that is one thing that happens in unlawful. Entry. That's the whole movie is people not communicating, not saying, <laughs> just tell them what which, happened. Yeah, which yeah. brings, which is one thing I want to bring up before I forget. Um, I think that Patrick Wilson's character gets like a raw deal in this movie, <laughs> but the, uh, but can we talk about how his wife is totally fucking useless? Uh, he doesn't let her be useful. Yeah, Most no, the, the movie doesn't she's let her be useful. She's constantly going, like, let me go over and talk to him. And he's like, no, I have to do it. No, he right. hates but me. They're, the I'm central, useless. But the central conflict in their relationship is that she wants kids and he doesn't want children. And he is very bad at communicating this. Oh, like, yeah. Having this Everyone's argument with bad her. at communicating everything. There's a everything. big scene where, like, she tries to bring it up and he shuts it down. But then... She, she literally does the whole thing where, like, she forgets, air quotes, to take right, her birth yeah. control and gets pregnant. That's pretty bad. And he's mad. And so, like, not only is she not helpful, but then she does this shit. Like, I, it's, look, lady, it sucks to not be heard. And I agree that your husband is bad at communicating about this. <laughs> but what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. He probably shouldn't trick a guy shouldn't into do having that. kids with you if he's expressed disinterest. And, and again, For the it's sake like, of the children, it's like if another, else. It's like another way in which the movie is goading you yeah, and pitting yeah. you against Patrick Wilson's character. Yeah. The movie is very much trolling you the whole time. Yeah, and that's the thing that <laughs> I think one is... one of the reasons I don't like it. And I totally I totally agree with you that it's doing that, and it is annoying. It annoys me in so many other movies. I just think it, it's done really skillfully, even though this boils down to, like, a smug, 
really makes you think, right? Ugh. You know, which is fucking annoying. Just but playing I, devil's advocate, man. But I thought the movie was really exciting and full of, like, it, it kept challenging me to go, like, not just how I feel about the characters, but how I feel about my own responses to them. Right. It's very fucking loaded. Well, I hated all that those aspects of it, and I hated it for the first three quarters of it, just un- unadulterated. <laughs> but it does get exciting and cool at the end when the fire when the fire hits. Oh, I, I, like I want to hear you. I want to hear you yell death threats to Neil LeBute like Matt did for Roger Ailey. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck I, you. I haven't let's, watched enough. Neil let's Le- hear this. Come on. I haven't watched enough Neil LeBute to hate him that that much. I, I just, it's just he's just one of those guys that I watched like three of his movies and was like, nope, I'm out. Like I think the shape of things was like the <laughs> last one where I was like, holy shit, what the fuck. This this movie yeah. does such a great job of being what I think, like being super good for a second and then churning around and being something totally idiotic, like on a dime. I think I liked the idiotic part. When, you, when, the, when the fires are encroaching, A, I was like, it's cool that there's fire encroaching on sure. these. That, that is a thing that's happening. That was, that's that's now, awesome. obviously real dipshit symbolism not, there. But, I thought it was dumb. But it was just, also, oh, though, oh, yeah. like, also, though, like, when, when I first saw it, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, the fire's getting bigger and closer no. and stuff. But guess what? Now I watch it, and I'm like, part of me was like, yeah, that's true. Also, like California literally was on fire yes. like a month ago. It's a big, like that it's part, a real that big part problem. of California, yeah. uh-huh. like in like the kind of hinterlands in, sure. near L.A. Though that last like, shot, though, where it's like he's dead on the ground, and like the camera pulls up, and the, oh, the world's like, on the fire. The world is on and you're fire. Like, All right, but at least the movie just ends right there. But let me tell you, let me tell you what <laughs> I was rooting for the fire. I'll tell you, I was like, come burn all these people. But uh, what's his name from? I hate uh, everyone in this from movie. Out of Sight is in it. You even him? Which uh, guy? Uh, isn't it uh, Bob from? Oh, White Boy Bob. White yeah. Boy Bob. Yeah, that's right. It is White Boy Bob. White Boy Bob is like the, is the guy that Jackson uses to is set the guy up the, Jackson the uses stage to, like, of the assault. Oh, their house I didn't stuff. recognize him. White yeah. Boy Bob from uh, he's he was like uh, I can't remember the actor's name. He's he died uh, pretty young. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's did he fall on the steps and shoot himself in the head? No, I think he died of cancer or oh, something. That's not sad. funny. Shit. He seemed. I read something about it. And he seemed like a real, like a real nice guy yeah. who was like excited. Who was like stoked to like have like a movie career and then. He, you know, he died. But like, uh, but I like, I like him in this too. I like him in both this and uh, I mean, he's obviously better as White Boy Bob, (laughs) more memorable as White Boy Bob. Like, I like, I like a lot of the flips on like in this. I like the scene where, where like Jackson's the one who ostensibly is trying to pull it back. He's he's they they run into each other at that bar. Yeah, he's like, okay, and he's like, all right, all right, let me buy you a drink. And he's like, I don't want to have a fucking drink with you. He's like, no, no, let's bury the hatchet. And he still, but then he still can't stop himself, and it ends with like Patrick Wilson just going "fuck you" and walking out. Yeah. One of the uh, actual lines in like, the, in the movie that I actually thought was was pretty good. It says something like, uh, "He says like fuck you, man," and he goes like, "What is that? Just sort of like a general sort of uh, fuck you?" And he goes, "You know what? It's just no, for you. That's a fuck you. That's just for you. And you know what?" You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks away. But it, like it, it, that scene, that is really far along in their war of escalation. And it's just amazing that they're ever, it, like when they're in the same. There's scenes where Sam, these people have been at war. And then they'll be like in a pool hall together, like in a, so at someone's <laughs> house in a pool. And they'll just sort of look at each other. And I'd be like running from this guy. Yeah. The way Patrick Wilson responds well, to this obvious th- threat throughout the whole movie annoys the hell out of me because he's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like they, they show up the day that they show up. He like parks his car in a slightly different area. And Sam Jackson puts like a war warning ticket and is like i'll fucking tow your car away that's the first thing and he's uh, and he's like not talking to him and he's st- glaring at him and you'd be like i better be, this a is scary already i better be careful around this guy and then he like flicks his cigarettes into his lawn yeah and he's just doing all this dumb sh- everyone's always being a dumb shit around this guy that they know is a reactionary trees 
cuts down. He puts these trees up, and then Sam Jackson's like cutting down his trees. He's got a chainsaw. <laughs> Patrick Wilson has a fucking like a rake yep. handle, and he's poking it through. They're having a war with a chainsaw yeah. involved, and then this is, and then afterwards they're having drinks at a bar, and he's like, oh, "I'll hear you out." No, he's, he's not. He doesn't, he, he doesn't, doesn't hear him out. He doesn't say, he I'll hear you out. He, he listens to him tell his story about his wife. Yeah. This be, his this story is, that makes him briefly sound sympathetic and then immediately turns he, again. You, you want this guy to retaliate and to make things worse, but he just keeps trying to keep it level. He just doesn't. Because Sam Jackson's going to keep retaliating. And but I mean, also, worse. I think the point the point is that he also that like, yeah, he if this was a regular neighbor situation, but also he's a cop. Right. So I think that's right. part what's of the reason that he's not. What's he going to do? And Sam Jackson yeah, but keeps he's still reminding like, him but of he's that. Still, all the other cops hate him, maybe, but he's still a cop. And like all the other cops hate him, sort of. But then sort they go of. they go have a fucking bachelor party at his house. Where they, where you know they do I mean? the, that shit with the stripper is crazy. Truly astonishing sequence. I do love that part because that's like funny. Because in these movies, that's the scene where like then they send the video to the wife right. and she gets mad about it. But he sends it to her and she just comes out and is like, what the fuck? Like she knows who sent it and she knows that like... Yeah. Because he's also like being held down by people and go like, right. "Don't do this! Stop doing this!" They're like stripper. The they're like stripper assaulting this guy. <laughs> this is Here's, not a parade. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you the thing that irritates me the most about this scene <laughs> is that uh, so Sam Jackson has this has this bachelor party. It's, yeah, it's, it's like cops assaulting a guy. Yeah. Too. They are listening to "Shimmy Shimmy Ya" by Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> One of the best rap songs of all time. So you're just, already just mad. pointing that out. Uh, so it's ruining that song for me. So anyways, Patrick Wills, once again, she's like, I'm going to go over there and, and ask him to stop. He's like, no, I got to do it. I'm the man. And you're like, this has not worked out. He's already right. gone over and tried to get him to stop doing shit like nine times. And he's been, and Sam Jackson's like, nope. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing just it. Just let your wife try. Maybe she'll have more luck than you, you dumb piece right. of shit. So he goes over there. <laughs> Sam Jackson's going to be there like, come on in. Let's bury the hatchet. And he goes in there. And he, he does drink a drink with them. And then he's like, can you please turn the music down? And he's like, strippers, assault this guy. I think you're like, you seem to be mischaracterizing the Patrick Wilson character a lot. Because he's you seem to, he goes in there and he is like angry. He's and angry. Upset. He does they, drink like, a drink. He has to, though. I mean, he doesn't like, I don't think he, he's he also make it sound like he, you make it sound there. like he drinks drinks. Like, yeah, I'll do, happily do this. Here's the he thing: like, there's twenty, there's like twenty <laughs> cops there, and then Sam Jackson's like, "Pin this guy down," and the, and and Patrick Wilson is going like, "No, no, stop it!" And the, all of the cops are on board. Yeah, yeah. they're all shitty. of them are like, "Let's assault they're, this guy's neighbor." They're bad guys. They're all bad. The all first, of them. the first thing that happens in the scene it's is crazy. he knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, can you guys turn the music down? It's three a.m." And they're like, Two "We're trying to get wasted and slam the yeah, door in his face." And then Sam Jackson comes out. It's like, "Sorry about my buddy." I Come be- on in. I believe the like fuck you. That yeah. is that is a thing. Sure, right, they're sure. drunk. But then when this when they're like physically assaulting the neighbor, I mean, every single cop is going. Yeah. We got a real party going on here. I mean, yeah. I think the so movie's that's stupid. the whole point of yeah. the movie. Exactly, it's, it's really trying to say stuff constantly. And it's and so, I think it's being bad at that, but I also think it's really I exciting. I think it's I, I like I still enjoy it even though it's like constantly constantly trying to tell me stuff because there's yeah. even there's like speech there's a part where he's uh, his father in law also doesn't like it. Yeah, but uh, and he's like. He, they're doing a whole. They're having a whole conversation over over lunch, and he's like, uh, he's like, well, you know, the thing is, he's, really he's the wrong. He's the wrong. Uh, the pro- real problem is he's the wrong color. And then there's a pause, and he goes blue, blue, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's a cop, which is uh, the point he was trying to make. But there's this long pause. You're like, oh, because the whole movie's goading you into going like, oh, what am I? Wait, am I thinking the wrong thing here? Oh, what's happening? Right? Is it? it does you know. it make you a racist if you hate this guy? In so, my opinion, the obvious answer is no, so, because like you yeah. keep saying, he's a fucking monster. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I some I like I, like I said I like both the I like the 
two leads. I like Carrie Washington, even though the character is kind of yeah. like wasted a little. So that kind of like work. It works for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm able to like let it slide. But yeah, it is, but it is like totally. It's goading. Goading you, and it's a total. It's a kind of movie that's that's uh, is really saying uh, it's about what it's about. Yeah, all, the, all the time. There's a, there's a, here's a line here that I think is very indicative of how stupid and button pushy this screenplay is, and 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 just like how the unrecognizable human behavior that goes throughout the whole thing. And so they're like having a party when they first move into the house, and it's yeah. Patrick Wilson and his friends, and uh, and he's like walking down the hallway, and one of his friends just pops up, <laughs> yeah. like pops out of the bathroom, and, yeah. and says without it's not even a conversation. He says this whole thing to him, "Hey, Chris, you hit the jackpot, man. Yeah. I so want to date a black girl. I'm working my way up, doing the whole Pacific Rim thing, if you know what I mean. Right. That's a whole sentence that that guy says, and then and then <laughs> that's not Wilson, one of his buddies. It's he's somebody. He's no, they're he's having, in his house. They're having like a housewarming no, that's, party. It's, it's like in the neighborhood. It's all the people in the neighborhood. I don't think. I think so. it's like maybe because no, it's his friends. They're the people that they. Yeah, it's his friends because then oh, I, I would assume that his buddy would already have. He would know that his buddy's dating an Asian woman, and his buddy would know that he's married to a black girl, and this conversation wouldn't be happening. But I don't it's know. Not a very well written movie. Because here's the thing. Because like yeah, I thought at first that was the case too. There was a housewarming party for the neighborhood. Yeah, but then. Sam Jackson is in the scene, and, and they he, don't know him, and he doesn't know any of these people. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, and there's a party later on where he's with the one where he's like playing pool, and he sees him, and like there's a whole the house is crowded, and that's like a neighborhood party. Yeah, that's the one where they're at the party, and then Sam Jackson has hired uh, white boy, white boy Bob, Bob to, to break into their house and smash house. it up, and then Carrie Washington goes home, and uh, white boy Bob is still there, and he, I mean, yeah, that's a dipshit thing to say, no matter. She doesn't, <laughs> it and really she is. she actually doesn't lose the baby when she gets thrown around right. in this this movie. Yes. She manages, uh, but to hold I mean, on. like the, that whole scene. I guess because the baby's not evil, <laughs> so the, this baby, this this unborn child can survive. She can keep it. She can keep it. It's not going to be Vince Vaughn two <laughs> That whole party scene is really weird too, because like Sam Jackson is not is just like very aggressively rude. Yeah, like not like not just like a psycho, but he's just like they start talking about the environment. and He's like, oh, you're a fucking meteorologist now, right? Yeah, he's a, he's also he's a, like, a well, Republican. I'm an environmental attorney, and he's like, you know, well, like, it's a whole scene where it's like set, it's like everybody. He's talking about it's it, different issues and yeah. he's you know setting it's setting up and knocking them down. It's a very <laughs> contrived scene. Here's another. Here's the whole movie's scene. like that. And yeah. by the way, the whole movie's like that. And Travis isn't wrong, but I still like. Yeah, like exactly. This movie. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think Travis is wrong at all, but I found it effective. Like I was not. I did not find this groan inducing. Yeah. But, uh, here's another scene that I, I find found it more interesting than like domestic disturbance, where I was just. It's certainly hard. more interesting. I was just. Than domestic it was like the, those are the type of movies that offends me more than this than this movie being like button pushy. Yeah. Is when. Is when like a movie barely ex- exists or has any reason to exist. Oh, this movie exists. Like, I feel like hell. I feel like this is yeah. a lot more entertaining than this another one. obviously goading, button pushing movie with yeah. nothing on its mind, like Joker. And oh, oh yeah, God, I still yeah, haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait though. Yeah, Joker. Joker. It's Joker is doing everything that you're accusing this of, except it sucks. It's yeah. like not fun or interesting. Yeah. Not yeah, according yeah. to most of the country. I know. Oh, why? You know what's going to piss, you know gonna piss me off when that movie wins Best Picture? That's well, that's not going <laughs> to. I don't think that's going to win Best Picture. <laughs> okay. It's. I think it's going to be something. Knock it's going to be something like Jojo Rabbit or something. I maybe. think it's Irishman or Joker. Jojo Rabbit, your life is gone. Um, but uh, I will. No, I'm. I if if Joaquin Phoenix wins the fucking Academy oh, Award yeah. for this, which he, for which this he movie, very well might. Ugh, he's so bad in it. He's very bad. I like it. him, and I'm I'm I like him in everything pretty no, much. This is pretty generic. But shit. like he's he there's like that whole thing where he's just going laughing and shit that happens uncontrollably, dude. It sucks. He laughs uncontrollably in Joker. Fuck out of here. It's so bad. But like, but it's like this whole no. But it's a whole thing that this. It's like 
it's like a whole in the movie. There's a, he has a card that he gives people, and it's like, it's like I, have I have a problem, a problem where I laugh, I laugh uncontrollably uh, even when there's nothing funny. So lame. it's like so he'll just be sitting there doing nothing, and he goes. Eh. There's this fucking scene. Sorry, now I'm just bitching about Joker. I'll stop. There's a scene at a comedy club, and he's like, it's like so fucking contrived because he's like laughing at the setups yeah. and not the punchlines. And you're like, oh, I see. This guy doesn't know what's going on. It's. I don't know what the movie's trying to t- tell us is about or whatever. That yeah. movie doesn't know what it's trying to do Oof. except push buttons. This one at least is going like. It's, it's, it's like, got a direction. You know what well, I mean? This like, movie is like. This movie is like. We've got this whole panel of buttons. Let's push all of them. Yeah. Well, here's another <laughs> indicative scene to just give you kind of an idea of where Sam Jackson's character is going. He's like a. He's like a Reddit board or something. He has kids uh, too, by the way. So he's, yeah. he has he's, kids. He's, who hate different, him. he's different than like he, uh, the character guy, in the last. This movie, guy dies so. in a hail of bullets. He has two children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so he hit one of his children, who's a 15 year old girl, goes over to the to swim in the pool. And then, uh, and then she's talking to Carrie Washington, and then she, she like ends up like dancing, they do a, like semi they do a little dance. And you, it, because it's this kind of movie, you're like oh, T minus two seconds right, until, until Sam Jackson shows up, right? Because <sighs> yeah, nobody's yeah. ever tiptoeing around this guy enough like you would be. And like he shows up, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And and then she's just like, "I'm just trying to dance. I'm just dancing, Daddy. This is no big deal, or whatever." And he goes, uh, "Oh, oh, really?" Forget the rules. There are no rules. Let's do whatever we want. This is dope. Let's keep it gangster. And then he Holla. starts taking his clothes off. <laughs> he goes, it's okay for you to... So he starts taking his clothes off. I guess anything goes. It's okay for you to dance around in your underwear, but not me. She's you in a bathing what, suit. You know what that is? That's hypocrisy. That's a double standard. And I think he's being sincere. Yeah, he, it's well, really he, fucking weird. And then Because then they're like telling him to put his clothes back on. And then, meanwhile, there's an adult woman who owns the house that's right. there. And, she, and But then this is also the point of the movie because then she goes, she goes, stop doing that. He goes, what are you going to do? Call the cops? Here, I'll tell them, I'll tell them yeah. who, who called you or, or whatever. So yeah. the whole, I mean, his whole deal is that like, is he's, he's like explaining this double standard and then immediately goes like, well, oh, what does, you, the rules don't oh, apply to me. Rules don't apply to me though. Yeah. Just like in an unlawful so. entry, that the response is, what are you going to do? Call the cops. But yeah. also in, a, in an unlawful entry, someone goes like, wonder if we can borrow his handcuffs <laughs> at a certain point sexily. <laughs> so people thinking about handcuff sex in both of these movies. I also think that this, this movie pathologizes Jackson a little bit in an interesting way. Like there's a scene where his sister comes to pick the kids up and they're going to go stay with Aunt Jo or whatever her name is uh, for, yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. And like the wife, you know, he, his wife passed away. The first scene in the movie is like him waking up and he's like clearly already on the edge. And I think that he's like it's trying to show that this guy is like got some kind of PTSD in addition to being a dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this has just exacerbated his condition. Right. His wife's passed away. He's raising these two kids and he is losing it. Yeah, yeah sure. Sure you know? it is. <laughs> But that's the thing. The movie keeps trying to give you these ideas like, okay, can, is it okay to sympathize with this guy? And I think the answer is no, but also it's not going to let you off the hook. It's going to say like, look, we can at least pathologize him. We can let you understand it, whether or not you think he's doing the right thing, which clearly he isn't. Who would ever like, think that he's But that's doing. the thing. I don't think the movie is ever saying like, is it okay what he's doing? No. Yeah, of course it's not. But, but, but it's not. Pure psychotic behavior. But a movie that was dumber than this would try to push you in that direction. It would try to make you sympathize with him in a more direct way. It would try to go, well, is this behavior that we can approve of? And I don't think the movie goes that way. I think that's what saves it from being dumb, like something like Joker. Because Joker does that shit all the time. Joker actually walks right up to it and goes like, well, maybe society made him do it. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, I can't wait to watch that. Uh, but this one also, yeah, because it does, the sister shows up, and then she goes like, 
She goes like, are you okay? You okay? She's you like, you were don't doing, you were okay. doing, she's like, you were doing you were better. Doing better. Yeah. You're doing better. And so it has this, there's this whole history that we don't get, we get, we know, we, so we can go, we get, don't get a full picture. We get an of idea we that maybe, oh, yeah, he's been so up and down. So there yeah. was some stuff going on and now this is a, ba- now this is him. He's backsliding. He's backsliding. And he's also in. probably still just a beat cop after 30 years because of his behavior. Yeah, that's definitely well, no, that's definitely because 30, cause 30 years of shitty cop behavior. What is his part? What is Jay Hernandez's partner's like, I'm going to take the, the sergeant's exam. You know, I'm, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to retire in 20 years. You know, I just want to do this uh, job. And he looks and he's like, oh, you know, I just don't uh, love the job the way you do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that zeal for cracking skulls that you have. The one, yeah. the one character I want to know more about in this movie is the Asian neighbor that he's buddies with. Yeah, who, 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 yeah. Who pulls up and is like, "Hey, looks like some new neighbors are moving We're in. We're friends, huh? fucking yuppies, right? That, that's that whole <laughs> that whole little bit felt like a fucking Tim and Eric sketch yeah. or something. <laughs> Very weird. And he's like, "Did you notice uh, like that that Tim and Eric bedtime stories where they, oh, they're man. neighbors? Disturbing. That that fucking felt like that. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Why Did is you this notice happening? the weird pause in that scene? Like they talk." You know, it's like, how's, how's it going, buddy? Oh, how are you? It look, looks like we got these new neighbors. And they're like, well, fucking, you know, more. Yep, he's moving in the neighborhood. And then uh, and then one of them says to the other, like, all right, catch you later. And then they just sort of stand there for like half a beat. And, well, he's the and one then guy's... the guy drives away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you Weird. know it. Send some outgoing mail. So anyways... Just like skip through the. the, the I mean, whole, I feel like the, the whole plot of this movie pointless. is one-sided yeah. war of escalation. Then at a certain point, he really escalates it, and Sam Jackson sends this this hoodlum into their house. White boy Bob to just yeah. smash to wreck up the house. Uh, and then the and then the the Carrie Washington ends up going home sooner, and Sam Jackson's like, "Oh no, this is trouble." This guy ends up assaulting her, knock, knocks her out. She keeps the baby, uh, drops his phone in there. This phone has all this information that Sam Jackson was involved in the break-in. Yeah. And then he ends up shooting this guy to kill the evidence. And then Patrick Wilson is like, oh, no, I really hate this guy, but I got to admit, he did the right thing there. He, he, sh- he blew this guy. Because their they're, they're like, alarm was going off, so they heard it. So Sam Jackson's like, I'll go with you. And yeah. he's yeah. like, okay. And then he, he shot the guy, yeah. even though the guy was like, hey, what, what the fuck's going on? And then yeah. he, you know, so he, he just shoots him. He, he murdered this guy to Murders get out guy. of to it. Cover himself, to cover himself yeah. up, but like in Patrick Wilson's eyes, he's like, "Oh, he said he, he saved my family. He yep. shot, he shot the guy who had broken into my house." So it seems like they're going to reach Deton. Patrick Wilson like thanks him and stuff. There's a really cool shot where Sam Jackson is like watering his house down, and they're just raging fires in the background. Yeah. I thought that was neat. <laughs> Guys come up to him and go like, uh, "Are you gonna? You need to evacuate." He goes, "No, I'll wait it out. I'll wait it out. <laughs> I love it. Fires like just gonna old, pass." Like old man on uh, Mount St. Helens. Yeah, you know how fires are. They just come by and consume everything in their path, and then they go on. But Patrick Wilson finds. The missing phone. He finds the missing and phone. And now he knows that Sam Jackson was behind the break in and assault. He looks so out the window. Sam Jackson's still watering his house. And well, Sam Jackson him. can see that he has his phone. Yeah. And then Sam Jackson whips out his phone, his, his gun, yeah. right in front of him. And then just immediately walks over to the house and is like, hey! Uh, it's not I, what it I, looks I, like. It's not what it looks like. I like what he. But I like he called, but he calls him. He calls him on the guy's cell phone and he answers his, with his name. And he right. Goes, and he immediately goes, like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. And he looks over there and they're like, the best part is when Sam Sam Jackson like looks at him and he's got and he he hangs up the phone and he kind of goes all right and he like makes yeah. this I uh, guess and he pulls out his gun and he's like I guess I'm gonna have to fucking kill this guy now. Yeah, it it does feel like this was this was maybe bound to happen no matter who no matter yeah, door. exactly because he does have those like not only is it like that like there's the you know the race stuff where yeah. he's like I don't I'm, he doesn't approve. But there's also like the thing where Sam Jackson. So no matter who moved into this house, there's he'd have the, a problem with. There's them. those like fucking. He has these like fucking lights on his house that shine right into there, and you're like, I don't 
Yeah. I don't care who lived next door. No, people were going to complain about yeah, that. Yeah, like, is this really just because it's a mixed-race yeah. couple? I feel like he would have gone off on anyone. It's a total psychopath. Yeah, uh, yeah and so the, so the war of escalation has finally reached its uh, inevitable end, and Sam Jackson's chasing him around with guns. He's yeah. beating everyone up. Carrie Washington everyone, tries to get away, people, crashes the car. Patrick Wilson keeps, crashes the car. keeps tackling Sam Jackson and pistol-whipping him multiple times. He's still conscious. He's just smashing his face with his gun, and Sam Jackson's like, oh, ouch. <laughs> A little bit that got me, and that, but he keeps popping back up. He's fucking shooting at Kerry Washington, who's escaping in a car. He's Sam Jackson. Then he a, can take it. Then there's a standoff. Yeah, all these other cops, cops behind up. him. Patrick Wilson's got his gun. Sam Jackson has put his gun in his in the back of his trousers. And he's, he's got like, Sam hey, Jackson's gun. He's the crazy one, guys. He's the crazy <laughs> one. And then Patrick Wilson does the one smart thing that he's done in the whole movie. He's like, he knows his psychology, and he knows that his yeah. his weakness is his wife. And he's yeah. like, he goads him. Your wife was cheating on you, wasn't he? And, she, and he's like, you don't talk about my wife. You don't bring my wife into this murderous feud between the two. You've gone a step too far. I fired my gun at your wife multiple times, but you have crossed the line, sir. And then he and then Sam Jackson like flips out, pulls the gun. All the all the cops mow him down. Yeah. And then the camera pans up, and you see that the world is on the fire. The world is on fire. A very um, stupid movie that I found tremendously exciting and fun to watch. Yeah. This has nothing to do with this except Sam Jackson, but you, uh, I read an interview years ago where Sam Jackson there, and this was like in the 90s, where Sam Jackson was asked about Jurassic Park and uh, sequels to Jurassic Park and how he's like, he, he had this whole he had this whole sequel for Jurassic Park that I wish they'd made where, because oh. like, you know, you don't ever see his dead body. She just sees his, his, his arm. severed yeah. arm and he's like, so his, his thing was that he's like, he's like out there and he's like got, he's like, he's like controlling some of the dinosaurs and he's like a one-armed guy who just lives in the jungle That now. would be rad. And I'm like, that is so much better than any of the Jurassic Park sequels they've made. I would watch that. They, like, they, show, they show back up on the island they're like, what's going on here? And then Sam Jackson is like the dinosaur master or something. That would have been the one thing that would have saved the last shitty one. Seriously. Like at the end of that movie where the dinosaur is like looking it's, down at suburbia and then like Sam Jackson, one-armed Sam Jackson comes no, up behind no. him. He's fucking riding the dinosaur. Yeah. What if, <laughs> what if a, Sam Jackson... He's got a steampunk arm that he made out of like wooden no ears. dude no he used the labs and he's got a dinosaur arm now. oh yeah <laughs> he's got like, he's uh, like the spider-man lizard guy who's got like the one yeah. lizard arm it's hard to hold on to your butts with a lizard fucking arm dope but he's but he's like but it's got the it's still got the dinosaur fingers and he's smoking, smoking cigarettes, cigarettes? <laughs> yeah the dinosaur arm what are you doing hollywood you okay. fucked up on this one anyway uh, uh quickly back to lakeview terrace i, I just guess, i just have the, one line i okay. i've read enough lines you get it um, but this is uh, this is one where this is when they're having the chainsaw battle, and then Patrick Wilson's like, like fuck it, whatever, and like storms away, and Sam Jackson goes, "Run in the house, pussy, sugar britches, <laughs> sugar britches, some sugar britches." Mm. Uh, ratings. I'm gonna give it three Juds. I'm gonna give it two and a half Douglases. Yeah, not because of like like sex stuff, but just because it's like because of the like it's uncomfortable trying to push your buttons on purpose. It's, it's, you know, it's getting under your skin yeah. a little. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's got it's got that like South Park like we're just asking questions kind of attitude, right? Which I find <laughs> you to be just completely annoying. But also, this was done very it was pervaded very effectively here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna give it uh ten out of ten. Bachelor party's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> boy, boy, did it ever. That's a that's definitely that scene is definitely a good source of Douglas's. Oh boy, oh boy. But very PG thirteen. Everyone yeah. keeps their clothes on. I keep my clothes on in this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll be damned. I'm gonna give it one and a half. 
Uh, I gave it. I, I would give it less than that, but everyone is good, and it is good to see Sam Jackson in an actual performance that isn't a like Marvel movie or whatever. Um, he's really good in it, and I think it looks. It's not like poorly made, like a lot of these movies. It's not yeah. like The Watcher, which is just shitty all the way. This this movie is what it's supposed to be. I just don't like what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just giving it. Fair. Just giving yeah. it one Dougie. Uh, just not. I mean, there's that stripper scene, but that's all. But it's very there's tame. The pool sex scene. Pool sex scene. All very. PG-13. Oh yeah, where the kids see them having sex and then saying that and that yeah, that really sets them off. Yeah. He makes a real big My deal out of that. Kids don't want it, and you're like, Jesus. Tell your, like, tell your kids not to watch the neighbors fucking. Yeah, it's their fucking house, dude. You're <laughs> conservative. You're supposed to like care the most about my house, my right. rules, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> At least they're straight. Yeah. <laughs> and I can give it one world engulfing uh, wildfire. Oh, yeah. That's yep. good. I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go two and a half Juds. I liked it. But you know, well, it's I also you were gonna go higher it's, than me. It's one that I'm up and down on yeah. all the time. I feel like I watched this once and I really liked it, and then I watched. I think maybe you've seen this movie like three times because mm-hmm. I watched. I feel like I watched it the second time. I was like, nah, it's the kind of thing I, I'm in the mood for. And this time I was kind of like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. I like the performances. Mostly, it's just that I like that, and I like. I, I think Jackson is great in it. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, he is. And I, so you know, um, but you know, talking about it now, it's like, oh yeah, that's pretty dumb. Okay, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I'm swayed a little one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> while we talk about a movie, because that's you know, good. Because it's like, oh yeah, it's not. Uh, but also, like, I, f- I do feel like this is a type of movie that, like, I could watch this a week later, a week from now, and be like, this, and be like, this fucking sucks. Or watch yeah. it a month from now and be like, I kind of, I like it more than I did before. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'd seen it since it came out on video. Um, so probably about ten years. Yeah. And so um, yeah. So I'm gonna go two and a half Judds. Uh, one Douglas. I mean, I don't. Nah. I mean, maybe half. I don't know. It's not. It's it's so tame. Like it's all. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. So it's not. It's like, yeah. you know, even like the the stripper scene is like gross in theory. Mm. But people, not actually. People go to school graphic. dressed the way those strippers are dressed in that scene. <laughs> stripper school. <laughs> strippers. Yeah, for sure. Kids these days. Yeah. Uh, shaking their booties. <laughs> whatnot. I'm gonna give it. Uh, shaking your booty. I'm give it uh, one out of one. Uh, white boy bobs. Mm. R.I.P. Oh my God! Uh, one thing that I did want to share before we uh, <sighs> we talk about what we're doing next is we did get we did talk in a in a previous podcast about what was the number one oh yeah uh, filming location and two people yeah actually independently of each other independently of each other I ha- I have Mike Flynn okay uh, so Mike Flynn uh, was the first one to submit a list actually did this research and this is amazing and and th- I'm gonna read his list that is that is a little bit dated at this point is from a couple episodes ago but here's the rankings of the the cities that are represented the most in the movies that we've covered 13 this is uh, granted from two episodes ago something like that 13 for los angeles 13 for new york city so this was a tie i believe la has pulled ahead that was no surprise we knew it was gonna be la san francisco in -hmm. third place with nine and then coming the dark horse coming out of nowhere florida Mm. which uh, granted not a city but i'm gonna count it because it's very particular florida city six movies at that time with florida Mm. and then seattle yeah and then, you know, a bunch of others with the less. But uh, Seattle... Uh, so L.A. would be up two from there. I think L.A. definitely took the clear what lead. What did we do last time? Uh, D.C. Where is Never Talk to Strangers? Is that New York? Uh, never Talk to Strangers. That, I don't... I think feel like that's unspecified. That might be almost. unspecified. It's the no, city it's in... It's in the it's on the east coast though. The he flies of, He flies the city to, of the mind. He flies to Boston, right? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um... What do you got? So the other one um, was uh, Ryan Swen. Hi, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Uh, and he, so he did, he did another tally. Um, did he come up with the same numbers? 
I wasn't listening I to that one. Oh, no. Well, what if he? What if they got it? Wrong? Well, you I guys think that there was a difference. Uh, he did New York thirteen. Yeah. Los Angeles twelve. San Francisco nine. Seattle five. Florida, you just counted it as Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida just, I mean, it is a location. I Florida. Think, Florida, yeah. five. Uh, he did, He threw this one in for fun. Bates Motel, three. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. <laughs> Chicago, two. New Orleans, two. Philadelphia, two. Portland, two. Paris. Do we do one with Paris? Bon Killing Zoe. Zoe. Killing Zoe. And Fon Fatale. Fon Fatale. Fon Fatale. Fucking Paris. Uh, wow, and then there's there's cities here. There's more cities Ooh, here too. I just remembered something. I Cape need to Cod bring up. slash Cedar Falls one, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle. Okay, um, these are all pretty much the same. Texas, yeah. Baltimore, Massachusetts. These are all ones. One Nevada, <laughs> Wyoming, Buffalo, Idaho, Atlantic City, rural Illinois, fictional town in Illinois. Yeah, that's Canada. that's fucking awesome. Thanks for, and then he for did, doing guys. that research. Then he that's did amazing. unknown consenting adults, mm. suburbs from the South Carolina, California road movie. So good job, guys. Thanks very much uh, for and doing I that. I believe I did promise people a t-shirt, so I'm gonna, yeah, gonna I'm gonna get a hold of both of you guys no. and I'll get you a t-shirt. <laughs> I did. I was reminded of that uh, <laughs> that I that I did promise, and so you know that's and it's fair. And they did it, and they both they both get one because they both they, they both, both said did it, it independently. Yep. That's right. And on and on their own. So th- good thanks, job. Thanks for doing that. But right now we are rescinding that T-shirt offer that's already been done. So no more lists. Oh well, yeah, no, you no, get no, me in touch. No, 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 that. That's not, unless Kevin wants to buy more. No, no, more I mean t-shirts. those. No, that's done. I mean those were okay. that that T-shirt offer was yeah, and it was like those. If two you get guys, me in touch with Joe Sharbonic, you can name me. I was shocked. That, I was shocked that like uh, one of, that one of those. Uh, uh, yeah. I got something I I wanted to mention. I, I we should talk about this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm I'm just going to cover it very briefly. Yeah, there's going to be a TV show. Of the Bone Collector. Oh, boy. It's called Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector. Mm. It premieres on January the 10th, but NBC already put the uh, the first episode up on their like streaming uh-huh. platform or whatever, if you have a cable subscription, and I watched it, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the movie look so good. What's, um, what's the story about how the Bone Collector got his name? The, well, okay. First, in this in this version, the Bone Collector is the one that paralyzes him. So the bone he's been chasing the bone collector for like years. Yeah. And like like uh there's the same it's like there's the patrol woman, the Angelina Jolie character is also in this and she is like within the within the first hour, the first 40 it's 48 minute long pilot so like she's already roped into working for Lincoln Rhyme and has her like sister kidnapped by the bone collector. <laughs> Jesus. And in, in the in the premiere, but my yes, my I mentioned I texted this to you guys, my favorite thing in this episode was and I'm paraphrasing this dialogue, but he asks the the uh, the girl, "Do you know how the do you know how the bone collector got his name, the bone collector?" And she's like, <laughs> "He wrote, he wrote a letter to the NYPD detailing one of his crimes and signed it the bone collector." <laughs> Wow! What a fucking story! It's yeah, oh, great. Good God! And like they they really play up the bit in from the movie because in the movie you know it turns out that he's using like historic the history of the city as part of his mo as the serial killer, and in the show like the Lincoln Rhyme character is like an encyclopedia of esoteric New York history. So like Boy. they'll be like. What's the pattern between these 18 different spots? He's like, those were all pizza places 15 years ago. I mean, shit like that. I'm making that up, but uh-huh. it's like exactly the kind of dumb shit that, oh, man, I can't wait for people to see this show. Wow. All right. All right. Well, I'm excited. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, When's this going to air? Up? Should we plug the beacon thing, or is this going to oh, yeah, come we got, out oh, after yeah. that? No, it'll come no, out. No, this will come out before. Yeah, so okay. we got, we got, uh, we're got we 
hosting a, if you're in Seattle, come out to the Beacon Cinema on January 28th, Tuesday, January 28th. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. We're going to be hosting a screening of uh, Blowout, so I think we'll be introing it, outroing it, you know, talking you down after the movie a little yeah. bit. Um, great, great movie. So, yeah, come on out for that. Come out to uh, the Beacon that day. You can get your ticket. The ticket, the link is available, so you can get tickets now. Yeah, uh, get tickets on. now. Uh, People are excited it, about it. There's, there's that. Um, I'm going to have a Patreon up shortly, so if you follow us on Twitter and Facebook or whatever, we'll have links to that soon. Yeah. And next, next time. Next show. One, next one. Bad Trips. Yeah, Bad we'll Trips. Dead trips. Calm. Breakdown in The Perfect Getaway. All, right. All very good movies. Yeah. yeah, One of them I haven't seen before. I haven't seen uh, Dead Calm, so I'm excited. Ooh, I haven't seen Breakdown. I own a copy of Perfect Getaway. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I do. I enjoy it. Very good movie. Uh, all right. Well, until then, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye.